and we are live hey concrete hey obsidian what's good what's good what's good girl it's easter sunday it is wait 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 let me shake let me shake let me shake what you got my hubby got me he did not get you an easter mask yes he did (laughs) Ah, that's cute Girl, I love, 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 love him. And I'm so excited because my mom was doing the Easter baskets well into my big age. And it was just like. That is so cute. I love it. Um, I still make my kids Easter baskets. And to be completely honest, when I was online, um, like earlier this morning, I saw a lot of grown people receiving Easter baskets from their parents. So I don't feel bad. Like. People no. be like, your kids are grown. You still make them Easter baskets and do. But the thing is, um, you know, you just make it to where it's stuff that they need. Like I saw a girl getting Easter baskets and it was like paper towels, detergent, oh, you know, her good. mom her practical things that she need. I got my kids things that they always ask me for anyway. So you can leave me alone, you know, go stay out my business. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. My husband doesn't celebrate Easter, but I'm I don't I don't practice any kind of religion. I'm spiritual, but my kids grew up practicing and I did, too. So I'm going to continue cooking my Easter dinner and making them Easter baskets. I think that is so sweet. Um, yes. Our guest of the hour Hey, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. Thank very, you. Very, very interesting uh, occasion for us to meet, I would say. <laughs> yes. Very, uh, I would say so. I would say so. It's been interesting. A lot going on in the space as of late. And actually, this was something that we had on our calendar prior to all the fireworks. Um, This was something that's been in the works for, I feel like almost two months. We talked about it and then we actually scheduled it over a month ago. So this was something that had been underway and it just so happened that um, it's been like World War III up in the manosphere. So I felt like it would be a good time to kind of talk about some of the things that are going on as well as our um, topic that we had previously discussed, right, Danny? Right, 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 right. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, <laughs> I was uh, half like I was like, are they gonna still uh, do this interview? I'm gonna be disinvited in light of uh, in light of <laughs> curly scandal. So, oh, you know what our thought process was? We was like, is he still gonna do do the interview, or is he mm-hmm. gonna be like f them since it's f black women? And yeah, so, basically, yeah, that you know we, we had were the thinking same the same process. thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, Interestingly enough, we still were able to come together. And I think that it's going to be a very interesting interview because we have some hard hitting questions and we are not holding back. We made a very interesting announcement on our last show (laughs) regarding our unofficial departure from the space it was it was unintended like we didn't plan on announcing that and i was a little shocked shocked when danny said it we have had some discussions behind the scenes regarding the lack of support that we received from the space but um i was a little taken aback when she said it and the moment felt right and black women have been essentially put in an awkward position 
um, over this pearly scandal and black women have been berated and denigrated the black women that have been giving support to black men and it just happened the way it happened so i felt like that's something that we'll also be discussing um throughout this as well yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it it's going to be a yeah. very uh very interesting discussion one for the history books I, I was looking at the um at the title of the day's discussion can the manosphere survive without the support of black women uh, very interesting question very provocative question um, you know, I like to provoke, and I think you and I have that in common um, as two Sagittarians. Um, I think we kind of come into the world as provocateurs, but I definitely want to get this show on the road Let's and, um, you know, just kind of get it, get it on out there. Um, Obsidian, yeah. what I want to know you as one of the gatekeepers and founding fathers of the space, what made you open the door for black women in the first place or women in general in the first place? Well, yeah, I can't speak for um, O'Shea Duke Jackson or Angry Man. Um, we all kind of converged at the same time and kind of cobbled together what would be today known as the black manuscript. There were people that came along before us, Tommy Sotomayor, Thug Titian, Pink Elephant, and, and others. But um, but it was the three of us that, that really kind of coalesced it, um, made it profitable, brought some degree of quasi-structure to some extent, um, that sort of thing. So um, it made it take coherent shape to some degree. Um, I can't speak for their motivations for doing it. They're, they're both more than capable of speaking on their own behalf. In my case, the reason why I wanted to do it, I wanted to have a conversation with black women because I got tired of being left out. Um, as a lifelong blue collar skilled tradesman, um, my voice was marginalized. And uh, there are other ways that um, who I am as an individual was kind of me and left out of the conversation of black love for many decades that have been more or less tilted and slanted toward black women. I don't begrudge them that. But um, I got tired of the uh, same conversations coming up over and over and over and over again with no, with, it, it kind of reminded me of like soap operas. They kind of go on for years and years and years with no resolution, no end. And uh, I wanted to do something different. And uh, I've always been a take the bull by the horns kind of guy. And so I just sat out uh, on June 2nd, 2015. I sat a laptop on my bathroom sink and I, sat on the toilet and literally and uh, started my very first podcast and never looked back. I wanted to have a real wow. conversation between black men and black women. What was that date again? June 2nd, 2015 at 10 15 AM EDT here in Philly. That's interesting because I feel like not too long after that, I started listening to you. And for some reason, I thought you were creating content way before that. Now, I know that you were a contributor in, in, to several uh, men's columns. Uh, so you were essentially doing black male con be a black male content creator in a different way for some time before that. Is that correct? Yeah, I started writing. I started blogging in uh, 2019. Okay. And uh, excuse me, not 2019, excuse me, 2009, 2009. Okay. I started blogging in 2009. And since then, I've been featured on just about every Manosphere, white and black venue that you can think of. 
I've been there. Good Men Project, A Voice for Men, The Spearhead, and Malafidi, um, The Negro Manosphere, Return of Kings, you name it. I've been I've been around. So that's interesting too, because I feel like the black manosphere is sort of like a microcosm of like black male and fe the black male and female relationship dynamic throughout like greater yeah like black community well greater society at large um because even though in most instances we're not like dating and mating within the space i mean there are, i'm certain that there are some exceptions i don't be knowing the t but i know that there are some exceptions to that but even the way in which we relate to one another it's very similar to what you see in uh, throughout social media and so um speaking of you wanting to partake in you know conversations about black love i know that you've written now two books correct yeah yeah and, and are and you I, working I, on the third are you taking a hiatus or what's going on in that arena yeah that's it's interesting so of course my original plan was to write the, the first book of obviously the black the black book we call it my mm -hmm. original plan was to do a trilogy of books so that was mm -hmm. going to be volume one and it was nearly 500 pages so uh it, it, i do pretty much war and peace type stuff so uh it was going to be all together a big you know J.R.R. tolkien george rr R. martin style you know sprawling thing about 1500 pages across three volumes that was the original plan but then of course tragedy struck um kevin samuels i affectionately referred to him as saint kevin passed away and it ch changed everything also the other thing too was that the, the red book the book for the ladies that was mm -hmm. completely unexpected um i did not anticipate black women being attuned to the first book coming out for the guys and hitting me up wanting to know there's going to be a book for them so two things happened the first book was the red book and then i got started as a result of kevin passing away on the other book i'm about roughly 12 chapters or so into that book but i've had to put that on hold because i've got other stuff you know, namely the studio project as well as the uh, black manosphere conclave coming up this fall so my my goal fingers crossed is to have it finished in time for the fall that's 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 the goal on that i thought and i read i read the book for the ladies and i thought that it was very interesting i read um the book of obsidian the ladies edition and um it's very interesting very well written but i i expected that i've read your writings for a number of years right um and you know i feel like you're very good at writing you know you're very good at what you do um and i thought that you did a very good job at highlighting a lot of the um things that are impacting the current dating market and a lot of the things that women may be overlooking regarding what's standing in the way of them essentially finding love and i thought that it was very well written and a, and a good piece of work um I do want to say, though, when we talk about like moving from the book over to like this, the manosphere, um, there has when myself and I, I would venture to say, Danny, like we came around the same time to the space. Um, so when we first came to the space, there weren't as many women in the space. Um, we were some of the few ladies in the space, uh, especially in comparison to the number of women that we're seeing in the space now. Right. Um, and you highlighted in your book, like I said, some of the issues like that are preventing women from being lucky in love or finding that right partner. But what is it 
that is preventing us from being able to have platonic relationships with one another and being able to relate to one another on a platonic relate uh, on a pl pl platonic level and work with one another and be able to have cohesion and collaborate without all the friction uh well as i wrote in both books um and i'll go into the design and the concept for the, the two of them together but as i wrote in those books I think all the problems that we see in black America between black men and black women is really an outgrowth of freedom. We've never really been free before. Um, that's a kind of strange thing to say, but it, when you sit down and think about it, it makes a lot of sense. We, we only relatively recently in American life got the right to vote. We only recently got, you know, civil rights protections. We only recently got, you know, redlining was, was is basically officially ended. The year I was born in 1968. So I mean, these are all things that are, you know, just over a half a century old. Um, you know, there was still anti-miscegenation laws on the books, you know, in in 1950, you know, 1961, that sort of thing. Um, all of these things that we take for granted today, and rightly so, um, were just, you know, from all, easily 90% of our history in this land before the formation of the United States, afterward before the civil rights, uh, excuse me, before the, the United States Civil War happened afterward, all of these things, you know, were just not possible for us. So freedom is a very, re very new thing for black people, unlike Jews, unlike the Irish, unlike Italians, Poles, you know, Polish people, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and for that matter, you know, even other, you know, racial groups like Asians, for example, Hispanics who came here and didn't necessarily have the same type of situation that we had. They made, they had their challenges, no doubt, but not quite the same thing. Um, they all had practice. Those men and women of those various groups had practice getting along with each other in freedom. We never really had that. So this is a very new thing for us, is how do we get along in freedom? You know, we had to get along. Because, you know, in the previous century, because we were dealing with Jim Crow. Jim Crow was a very real thing. You know, a lot of people kind of get on me for trying to, you know, because of my conservative outlook uh, and stance, people think that I minimize or downplay racism. Actually, it's the other way around. I take it very seriously. It was a very real thing to deal with daily indignity of being forced to sit on the back of the bus. It was a real thing to deal with indignity when you're into until very relatively recently this was uh, women didn't fight for our country uh sister george thank you for your service um but you know back in the day black men fighting for our country coming back home from world war one world war ii korea vietnam i mean they were dealing with daily indignity watching pow's that are germans or what have you getting better treatment than black gi Facts. i mean Facts. stuff like that i mean you know i mean my father you know was in the marine corps and he was over in korea and he told me he's from savannah georgia he told me about how when they got back here stateside and he could continue his education through the gi bill that they did everything they could to make the, the black GIs get in the back and give all the good spots to the white GIs. Stuff like that. That was a real thing. So, you know, it's Watch it though, because you sound in a kind of pro-black, so slow down. Well, slow no, down. Le no, let's just ask the question, are you pro-black? 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. I was just about to say, these are real indignities that our forebearers, and I'm not talking about going way back to you know slavery, you know, great, 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 great grandfather. I'm talking about my daddy, my granddaddy had to deal with this type of indignity on a daily basis. And these were men who put their life on the on the line for this country. So things that we're dealing with right now, how black men and black women get along and stuff like that, it's understandable that that was put on the back burner because we have bigger fish to fry, understandably so. I think that the, the, the and, I, and I do want to answer your question, Sister George. I think the, the real challenge for us black folks today is on the one hand, we're we're having these problems, black men and black women. But on the other hand, we don't want to admit that we're dealing with these problems as a direct result of us no longer having those other problems. Our, our moms, our dads, our grandfathers, our granddads, our aunties. We simply, well, none of us is being forced to be, ride the back of the bus anymore. None of us is forced to drink from a white, you know, a colors only fountain and that's stuff like that. Um, and, and all that, you know, the whole Megillah. So I think the challenge for us is to recognize that our problems getting along is really an outgrowth of us being free and we're still working out how to work with freedom. To answer your question, Sister George, am I pro-black? Uh, you know, it's funny. Some people consider me anti-black. Some people consider me kind of like a... Uh, uh, a miniature version of Thomas Sowell or something, but um, or Larry Elder. But there are other people in and around the black manosphere, and Edward Anderson, King Sigma, and others have observed. You say, you know, if you really sit down and think about it, you know, you kind of put your own views about because Obsidian is a kind of polarizing figure. If you put that on the side for a minute and just be objective about it, Obsidian is a lot more pro black than you think. Then he let on. I said that before in the past, but I said this thing- last week. I said that before in the past, but the thing is, like Obsidian trolls a lot, so you—it's kind of difficult to understand where he, where his true positions lie on some issues. But, but I've heard him ex, um, ex, uh, I've heard him say certain things that um, would make one believe that he he's concerned about the community or he has concerns about the community. And it's like, if you're really a true individualist, a rugged individualist, why do you care? But to your point that, that you just made, I also wanted to highlight though, one one may say that black men are spending too much time talking about black women when they're trying to send us back to Jim Crow right now. Look at the laws being passed in Mississippi, Texas, Tennessee. Look at what's going on in our climate today. And black men are only focused on relationship issues with black women. I've heard black women make arguments that black men should be more focused on what's happening politically around our country. You know, it's interesting because for one, well, on the one hand, I'm, I'm kind of flattered that people would think that the black manosphere is that important and that and have that kind of potential to have impact on local or regional read state or even federal public policy. Uh, that's that, on the one side. I feel that way. But on the other, I find it interesting. We don't say to Oprah Winfrey, what are you doing about the situation that's going down in Tennessee? What do you what, what what is your position on abortion being the Roe v. Wade being you know rolled back? You you got you got a, a platform, Essence Magazine. What are you doing about these issues, Madam Noir? You know, black women have the freedom, and I, and I'm not knocking them for this. Black women have the freedom 
to be able to determine for themselves what their agenda is going to be, what they're going to talk about, what they're going to focus on, what they're going to uh, feature in the form of talk shows, documentaries, uh, 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 web series and, and dramas, films, books, symposiums, forums. They have the freedom to do that. Whereas black men, it, it, this, this notion that you got too much work to be, be, be doing to be focusing on these black women. You need to go, go out there and tote that barge and lift that bell. And I categorically push back against that. Black men also should have the freedom to determine for themselves what their agenda going to be. And right now, our agenda is black, black female, female That is the agenda. So it's black female fuckery. That's the agenda. Um, when people are talking about black men building the things that we're going through um, with the emergence of the manosphere. And I noticed that you said something about um, you were surprised that people wanted to know what black men thought, you know, for the black manosphere to basically have influence over a culture. And you said that you were surprised by that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kind of switch lanes a little bit. Um, I kind of want to talk about Kevin Samuels and how Kevin Samuels basically put the black manosphere on the map in a global way in a global very much space. so very much so yeah. um with Kevin putting the black manosphere on display in a global sense you have you have had black women in the space supporting it why essentially give so much power to a young white woman who doesn't know too much about she know and, and don't get me wrong she's an american woman um she knows certain aspects of of culture but she's not a black woman she's not a black man why give her that much leeway and power um over the space good question um okay so that's actually a two-part question so the question of Kevin putting the black manosphere on the map. And many there were many people who were saying that he never claimed the black manosphere. He never, but I mean it's it's impossible to disentangle Kevin from the, the black the black man. No, he put the black manosphere on the map, and yeah. that's just what it is. Yeah. There's now, no question now, from us on that. Yeah. Now to go to Pearl, who also has a connection to Kevin, is a very interesting question. Um Pearl approached kevin samuel sought him out he did not hang out a shingle saying approach me you know you could now he would say book a session but that was in the context of him being an image consultant <laughs> Opportunity. He, never, he never hung out a shingle saying you know hit me up and i'll show you how to be successful in the youtube business but that's exactly what happened pearl sought him out checkbook in hand mm -hmm. and learned the business from him and it's not mm -hmm. out of the realm of possibility that she could have even if he didn't, you know, sit her down formally and say, okay, this is what's going on in the black man's sphere between black men and black women, she could easily see what just one good eye what was going on. And, you know, um, some say she capitalized on that. It's definitely clear that she capitalized on general yeah. manosphere themes and the red pill, no doubt about it. Thanks. And um, for her to quote unquote take over the space, that was very interesting. Bernard Riley did an extensive breakdown of this but i think for black people looking on i think it's a fair point that she kind of came out of nowhere 
And um, I think it stands as a cautionary tale of sorts. Or let me put it this way, not a cautionary tale, more like a lesson that, um, especially for black women. And the reason why I put it that way is because it is a documented fact that black women use and engage with social media more than any other de American demographic. This is according to Nielsen ratings, if you know who Nielsen are. This is according yeah. to them and other yeah. media watchers. Black women yeah. consume and engage with social media more than any other group. And the lesson here for all of us, but black women in particular, mm -hmm. is that um, we are in a different period. The Oprah Winfrey, for lack of a better way of putting this, the Oprah Winfrey era, that is to say from the early 90s going up into the early 21st century, that was a completely different animal. You had network television. You had public, strong publications like Essence. Um, and you had nascent uh, online properties like Madame Noir, right, website. All three of these had major barriers to entry. You had to have a lot of money to start up a magazine. You had to have major pool to get on network television, the major networks. You know, uh, you know, you had to have major resources to run a major website. With what's going on right now, anyone with a smartphone can get on and get an audience bigger than major networks. Like, like you know, Derek Jackson can rival, you know, a, a CNN in terms of just sheer watchers if he wants to. Right. Just to give an example. And, 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 and I cite him, and I mentioned him quite a bit in the book as well as Kevin. Um, he's somebody that's relatively low tech. All of his videos are made from his vehicle. And we, we know the backstory on that. But nevertheless, I mean, it's relatively low tech. He's operating from his smartphone. And this guy's got upwards of 6 million black women follow him, which is the equivalent, which is basically amounts to half of all black women following him on the major social media platforms when you add them all up together, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. So it just goes to show that we're in a different environment. It's a lot. The barriers to entry are a lot lower. Um, it's a lot more nimble and quick. It's very fast moving. Um, you know, it used to be, you know, Oprah Winfrey would do a show and it would come out, you know, one day and she'd do another another show another day. You got people like O'Shea Du Jackson dropping half a dozen videos a day. Pearl's dropping, you know, twice as many a day. So, so the sheer volume and the speed and rapidity and the very low cost of barrier to entry means for all of us black folks, but black women in particular. That you, you really got to, you know, get on your grind because if you don't, others will. Obsidian, I huh? think that I'm trying to get back to the point of the black manosphere being specifically about black men, black men's issues, yeah. um, the trials and tribulations of black men. Mm -hmm. And for you to have a Midwestern 26-year-old um, white lady Mm -hmm. come from out of Across nowhere, the receive black men's full endorsement 
using their talking points, paid using for the- consultations from the one of the, the four forerunners of the space at the time. And then she also consulted with, was it Fresh and Fit or somebody else? She literally tried to consult. To find, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, she, she's, yeah. Tried, she's reached out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. She reached out to Abraham Preach. Um, she reached out to the lead attorney. Um, she's reached out to you. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure she's she reached out to so many different black people, um, to specifically um vulture off of our culture <clears throat> to get paid on it, but specifically mm-hmm. the black manosphere, and that's where I'm I want to address because how black women were done in that process, and I, that's what I'm trying to get down to the bottom of. Yeah. Um. She was essentially la- allowed to come in the space. She me too with a black man. I definitely want to get off into that. Um, yeah, yeah, I know um, we want to talk about that too. She me too with a black man. Mm-hmm. There was no question about anything that she had did prior, any of her statements prior. Um, then everybody, we saw what happened with the slavery thing, with the racism, mm-hmm. with the Nick Fuentes guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how are black women being blamed in the process exactly. of all of this? Why is isn't black she being held to account? Like you would hold you, you talk about black female fuckery. Mm-hmm. Why isn't white female fuckery treated the same now? Now, now obsidian obsidian. I'm gonna tell you this as an old middle-aged black woman, you yeah, know, I know bullshit when I see some obsidian. Listen. <laughs> Because she wouldn't have been able to go to the white manosphere and did she and did was not. She, she would not. The white have. manosphere was let's not going. Let's keep it above. Well, well, that's well, that's interesting. Let's 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 talk about it. Mm-hmm. So the first question I would have in response to that is, where was the competition from black women? There needed Why to be no competition. For, in other words, in other words, in, 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 other, in other words, where were? Black women stepping to Kevin Samuels, checking hands. Um, there matter of fact, I'm sitting here. I'm not going to let you answering. do that. Let me let me finish I'm, answering. Let me finish answering. Where were black women stepping to Kevin Samuels, checking hand? Where were black women stepping to Fresh and Fit, checking hand? Where were black women stepping to Hafez Baku, the roommates, checking hand? Where were black women stepping to Donald uh, Donovan Sharp, checking hand? And there was black women out, stepping to lead attorney, checking hand, because we also purchased lead attorney's courses. We've okay. also been supporters okay. of the space. Hold on, hold okay. on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You have had so many black women come through the manosphere spaces, donating, jumping on your panels, um, yeah. being berated, yeah. being disrespected. Now, mm-hmm. the, a lot of women did go off to create content on their own mm-hmm. and have also been supported by the black mental sphere, but mm-hmm. you're not going to say that they weren't um, there with check in hand because it seems like because Pearl came with all her money up top, uh-huh. uh, she came with all her money in her hand first. Um, and she was able to get in your spaces. Don't minimize the support that black women did give to I, the space. Well, before well, he well answers, yeah. hold on, Obsidian, I want to say yeah. one thing. Yeah. Before you answer that, I, I yeah. actually have to say one thing really quick. It's going to be quick because I want you to take this into consideration with your answer. And then the floor is 100% yours. Hold on. What do the lovely ladies of the community bring to the table? That brings me to my talking points memo for the day. Number one. To those who think that just pearly thing is going to leave the brother Mumia Obsidian Ali high and dry. Fair enough. Compared to what? 
what have the lovely ladies done to help me make money? Let's let's put that question squarely on the table. Because I've been very friendly to Danica Marie, have I not? I've been very friendly to Courtney Michelle, have I not? I've been very friendly to Sister George and Concrete Rose, have I not? I think my track record of the past eight years speaks for itself in this regard. I have defended black women. I have given them a a platform here. I have promoted them. But what have they done for me? Do any of you know? What I've done for them is a matter of public record. Everybody knows it. So what have they done for me? Have they even offered to do anything? Real talk. Let's 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 expand it a little bit. Are black women known for helping a brother get to the bag? Let's be honest now. Come on. Are black women known for helping a brother get to the bag? So you highlighted this question on a recent show of yours, and mm-hmm. it is um, akin to or relates to a point that you're about to make. So I want to mm-hmm. let you have the floor, and then I want to have this discussion because oh, yeah. Danny has already highlighted a few things, but I want to have this discussion because I think that this is very important. And when I heard it, I was like, wait, hold on. No, he didn't say that. So I want to have it in full, but I want to first yeah. give you a chance to you know, answer. You are our guest, and I think it's only fair to give you the floor to respond because a lot has been said, and I know that you know you want to have you know an opportunity to respond appropriately. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yes. well, first of all, it must be kept in mind that um, I was merely responding to certain shrill voices among the ladies in the black manosphere, in and around the black manosphere, who proceeded on the basis of a narrative that black men were kind of, you know, leaving black women high and dry for Pearl. And so I decided to take that on first, you know, take it head on. We know how black women felt about Kevin. They were dancing on his grave before he would, before his body was even cold. And to this day, still continue to do so. The same black women who are upset about me and other brothers, real or perceived, going for Pearl, are the same sisters who call Kevin gay, and with homophobic slurs, who, who, you know, dances spat on his grave. They weren't, you know, reverential toward him. They didn't, they didn't see him as somebody uh, who they could learn something from in business. Um, secondarily, I would say about my book, the red book that I'm here to discuss today. Part of my approach was to put together a list of black female content creators, both inside the black manosphere and outside of it. I contact, and many of those names uh, are familiar to you right now in this moment. If you sit down and think about the people who are you know, doing all the saber rattling on the other side amongst the ladies, um, they all heard from me with offers of me willing to pay them for airtime to promote my book. None of them responded, none. As a matter of fact, I was I was I was like, damn, I'm, I'm glad that at least uh, uh, Daniel and Rose responded. Otherwise, it would have been a complete wash. Um, none of the black um, women that I contacted, like I said, several of them you, are known to you. 
didn't respond. Um, but didn't these same women that you're talking about, a lot of the same women that you're speaking about, haven't they been on your panels before? Haven't they, they have. put at your yes. platforms? Not, not all of them. To be have fair, you ever donated them. any monies to them? Well, that's no, why I, I wanted but to I let him my, respond because I know that that's part but of I it. My, but I, yeah, I open my I open my platform okay. to them. Number one, so that's exposure, and number two, as I said, I was willing to pay to have my book promoted, and they and I never heard anything back from them. So there's that. So we have a situation where Pearl did one thing with regard to Kevin. The majority of black women did not. That's number one. Number two, in my particular case, I contacted all of these ladies and, you know, easily 90 percent. I didn't hear back from at all. Not 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 a hear back from say I'm not interested. I mean, I just didn't hear back, period. No response, even though I was offering to pay money. Um, So there's that. And there's, and there's something else here with this. So if the argument, because I've heard a number of ladies make this argument, Pearl, and she does not deny it, Pearl is privileged in addition to her being white and female. She's also privileged. Her family, it would be considered, I don't know if I call them wealthy, but they clearly are upper middle class, no doubt about mm -hmm. it. And she doesn't deny it. When I interviewed her a few weeks back, she confirmed, I asked her flat out, she confirmed that her father helped her with a business loan of uh, approximately $5,000. She grew up with and hired help. In, in addition, in addition, he also helped her uh, in terms of business advice, management, how to manage people. And so she, sure she got help. That's fair. That's a fair point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but about a year ago, Goldman Sachs had earmarked billions of dollars specifically for black women that's one major initiative to help black women in the private sector but there are also numerous initiatives in the public sector and public private partnerships devoted to assisting black women only all, i mean all up and down the chain put this together with the fact that black women have touted that they are the most educated group of Americans in the country. Put this together with the fact that black women themselves often tout that they are the biggest group of business owners in the country. So if the argument is that Pearl has a thumb on the scale because she's white, she's female, and she's privileged, then my response would be, okay, I, I, I see that, and I raise you one, because you lovely ladies of the community have another thumb on the scale by being a double minority, by being an affirmative action twofer. Actually, affirmative a, action benefits white women um, more than, than anybody. Benefits That affirmative action also has to be benefiting them on Wall Street because Goldman Sachs must be giving them billions of dollars too. Here you go. I, I have a defense for that, but I wanted to let you finish your point before we responded because... I think we both have something to say in response to this specific point. Okay. Um, Danny, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, what I want to know um, at Wait, one did point, you want? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. At one point, you talked about good fences 
making. Oh, I, I wanted to respond to well, this. Yeah, point. Re respond. Oh. Respond. Yeah, I just wanted to say in reference to this, I think Danny highlighted the fact that these same women have collaborated with you. You know, I understand that maybe there was no response to you wanting to promote your book for one reason or another. Maybe yeah. they didn't think it was a good fit for your show or whatever, but you're picky and very choosy regarding how and who you support too. Now, I will not deny the fact that you have supported us, but we literally were on your panels for eight hours a day for two, three years before we ever had a show donating to your show consistently we were on your panel and literally people weren't laughing with us they were laughing at us finding ways to mock us mock us for being single mothers poke fun at us call us overweight unattractive denigrate us finding different ways to make a fool of us make mm -hmm. content out of us and 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 not because i'm um, not in a positive light um mm -hmm. so i would venture to say that you know that is a, a way in which women have supported you in the space maybe not in the way in which you like but i didn't i also didn't see you on pearl's channel promoting your book either now as it relates to the goldman sachs thing goldman sachs that is a highly competitive program that they have so so it's it's essentially um, they're they're choosing the top of these small business owners. But I do consider that a very divisive thing. I, I consider it no different than the man in the house rule. Um, why would you give support and why would you highlight the black women, not black people, not the black community, not loans or business loans to the black community, strictly black women, not, you know, and you're leaving out their black husbands, their black dads, their black sons. I think that that is very divisive. I think that there's a hidden agenda with that, as well as all of those other programs that are targeting black women. But when we talk about, um, our positions in this space, we're not receiving any kind of affirmative action or leg up in the space, not us at least, because we don't fit the aesthetic. So unless you fit the aesthetic and you have a feminine voice and an accent, you you know, you gonna get it out the mud. Like literally, we've been doing this for years and I would venture to say that we have a lot better, con we have better content than a lot of other content creators in the space and we still grinding and getting it out the mud in this space. And lastly, um, I think a little, a bit of it too, Obsidian, is you can be very shady. Like, you know, I think everybody has their thing, but your stick, like, you'll come off as very shady. Like, your condescending nature, you are, like, by far one of the best content creators in the space because you're very entertaining. But you, the shade that you give as a woman coming into your space, coming onto your panel, you know you're going to be met with shade. You know you got, like, something sly is going to be said. Um, um, something, you know, um, condescending is going to be said to you. And like, as a result, some women might be a little reluctant to, um, you know, have you on work with you or, you know, um, their, their audience may be offended by collaborating with you. So mm -hmm. I can understand why some people might be a little bit reserved in that regard, but it's never deterred us. Um, but I can't lie and say that we haven't seen how selective you are with how and who you support. Well, I mean, that's interesting you say that. Um, uh, to go to tack back real quick to mm -hmm. why do brothers in the Black Manosphere support Pearl, that's very simple. Because Pearl is a unreserved, unabashed. Uh, first of all, she shows a lot of empathy to black men. Um, number one, does she? Number two, yeah, she does. Number two, with regard to the male-female dating dynamic, red pill issues, if you will. So that's number one. Number two, um, with regard to um, 
uh, her positions, uh, uh, her, her work, if you will. Um, the big draw with Pearl is that she's willing to have public conversations with black women and tell them about themselves. Black women aren't willing to do that. They're not her core group. What, is well, she willing to have public conversations with white women and tell them about themselves? Actually, actually she does. That's who she should be concerned a about. A a actually, she does, but it's still, <laughs> no. still but it's still but it's still how at but the same rate? But yes. As a matter of fact, she's been booted Please. from TikTok at that I'm aware of at least three times because she got into it with white women. <laughs> And, Obsidian. And so, we so my, know her my content is, is about black point, people. We, my, my point is, now, don't do that. Uh, no, no, no. It's actually it's true. She does do this with whites. Actually, black folks don't make up the bulk of her audience. Is actually white. But here's the yes, thing. Yes, her content here's, here's, is about here's, here's, black here's, issues. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's willing to have face-to-face -face conversations with a Britney Renner and tell her that she's effing up. Black women aren't willing to do that. That's not so true. I mean, so it is true. What what, what, no, what major what major black female content creator has done that with Britney Renner? Name them. You know what? I'm not even go ahead. Concrete, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that though. I think black women are um, more biased and more empathetic to our own core group. I do. I think that a lot of us, because I'm guilty of this, like real talk. I see myself in black women. Like it could be stuff that I've never engaged in, never even thought about, but I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I feel so bad for her. She's a black woman going through it, struggling. So I'll give you that. I, okay, Obsidian, I, I give you that. Actually, I won't give you that. Um, for one, um, she's not married. That's true. She's a career woman. True. Um, building a media empire. True. Things that the black manosphere has spoken against as it pertains to black women. So I'm black, not giving black, her black any shorts. Black women make it no, black I was giving him the fact part. that he said she's willing to in person, in face to face, call, call out uh, black women. And I can't think of anybody else who has. That's what yeah, I Yeah, this is the thing. I think there are plenty of women who would be willing to call out uh, the behaviors of Brittany Brenner. We've constantly called out these behaviors. And You've had a Melanie. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, a Melanie King would have that same conversation to Brittany Brenner. <laughs> Melanie King's a black woman who's willing to have that, that conversation. What, what about Melanie King? She what actually had that conversation with Britney on Pearl Show, right? No. Bro, Britney, Renner was, uh, Britney Renner wasn't there. That, uh, Britney, uh, Melanie King was with Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews and when they went over to London and they was over there with uh, Just You Pearl don't think Britney uh, Melanie Renner, King Britney Renner was together with um, Andrew Tate a little while back over okay. there. So my point uh, is, my point is, is that major black female content creators are not going to, on behalf of black men, dress down black women. They're not going to do it. They're not going you, to do it. Let me ask you this. And first I want to play, uh, let me ask you this. At one point you were talking about good fences making good neighbors. Yes. And it was pertaining to white people sticking their nose in black people's business. Right. Um, and I want to play a clip for you yeah. because when I found it, I, I was low key in shock um, when I seen it. But let, let, let me play this clip. Yeah. Miss Tommy Lauren, white woman. Many of just about all the men that she was talking about, white men. 
I read that as a white man, white white woman issue. And and I believe in the in the idea of good fences make good neighbors. Okay? Good fences make good neighbors. When it comes to matters of dating and mating and so forth and relationships and marriage and all the rest of it, see you and I are somewhat I'm not a an, an outright anarchist, I'm not. But I think you and I would agree you want to Let's look at it from a governmental level. You want to kind of keep the government out of your out of your bedroom. You want to keep the government out of your your marriage. You want to keep the government out of your house. You I want know, to keep the government out of existence. So well, yes. okay, so you and I do have now we're we're on <laughs> extremes of, but you and I both agree on the very simple premise to kind of keep the government out of your personal business. We 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 both agree on that. So yeah, absolutely right. So I take that I take that basic premise and apply it to race that is to say that i think that there are certain matters and i'm saying this as a black american a proud black american and i can trace my lineage in this country to before the civil war so my thinking is on matters like that which miss lauren was talking about and i had no no uh no knowledge that she had, you know, dealt with black men or anything. So everything, every man she dealt with that I was aware of was white. I did my research. I came to the conclusion that good fences make good neighbors. I, I best to stay out of it. And since I know my brothers from other mothers in the white manosphere, I know those guys. I knew it would only be a matter of time before they dealt with Miss Lauren and dealt with her. They did dealt with her so much that she came back a few days later and off. So with that being said, um, are you still sticking by your statements that you've made in the past as it pertains to white people in um, black spaces or having uh, opinions and thought processes on um, dating and relationships? Yes. And I'm glad that you brought this up because um, I'm glad that you gave me a chance to explicate on it and clarify the matter. So when I was talking about Tommy Lauren, I was speaking about a specific instance where in which she made statements um, pertaining to white men. Uh, I know I've known of Tommy Lauren for some time. And in my time of knowing about her, I knew of no record that she had of dating black men, being associated with black men in any way. So I rightly assumed that she was speaking primarily to white men and dealing with a white male, white female issue. And on that basis, I didn't feel that I had anything to add. And uh, I stayed out of it, despite the fact that, you know, a lot of people kind of deride me from being a ruthless capitalist. I had an opportunity to make a lot of money because I was getting a lot of requests from guys for me to jump in on that. I could have made some serious bank doing so, but I didn't because I didn't see how what I was doing as a black man work operating in a largely black space had to do with that. So I decided to stay out of it. In the case of Pearl, however, and now we have to bring in a personal note, Pearl has a thing for brothers. And I no, think- No, no, let, let, let's kind of break that down a little bit. Pearl yeah. has dated one, 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 one black man. Right, and what does one. that even mean? And uh, the from from what he said, he said they had a uh, very toxic relationship. 
Her friends okay. have uh, testified that they've also had a very toxic relationship. That was also are these black girls? White. Her these best white. friends since they were in kindergarten. So these are it's white. It's all over TikTok. She's all on her sure, page. I just want to make sure that you're talking about white. She I got pictures of Pearl from they was snag a tooth to they was in and grown to gotcha. two years ago. Gotcha. I just want to make sure I understood what we were talking about. So white. she dated just what as far, so far. She's only dated one black guy. So right? if you date well, one friend, black person, I don't know. That but she said a- she's only had one serious relationship, and that was with the angry whatever that guy name is, and that oh, it was one, a very so toxic relationship. She relationship. don't even consider that a real relationship. So one serious relationship, and you know how you ladies do. Y'all don't count. You know, certain guys you don't count. Certain situations oh, you don't count. Oh, Pearl would be included in it. So, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. I would include that. So I. So we have one official brother on the record. But well, she could have had a, you know, lots a, of sex. She could have, she could have had a situation with a lots number of, si- of brothers. Lots of situationships. You know. She could have. That's possible. But um, but, but no, no, we're not going to we're not going to stick to what's possible. We're going to stick to what's but, been put out there on the record. Yeah. What is record, that a defense for? Here, here, here that here she United, slept with black men and what? Here, 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 and here, what? United, here in the United States, we operate by the one drop rule, do we not? No. So what does that mean? We okay, so what she slept with black men? Well, hold on, hold on. I just want to make sure I got this right. We do not operate by the one drop rule. Um, the obsidian, I don't operate by the one drop rule. You don't operate by the one drop rule. No, I said we, we. I if, mean, we as an American society. I do. Uh, uh, I, I don't believe American society operates in that way because if a person looks white, they're considered That's white. That's true. Your phenotype is more than anything what people are going to go by. You're right, Danny. Yeah. I, I agree. So, no, I don't See, think my, we my operate thinking by is the this. one drop rule. My, my thinking is this. If, if, we go, if we operate by one drop rule, then how many brothers does she need to have dated? What? Uh, okay, so what does that mean? Do because she sleeps with black men, then what? Do we need a quorum here? Does she have to? I mean, does she have to date five brothers, ten I'm brothers? Saying, I mean, how what is your point in saying that? In order, in order, in order to have purchase on a black conversation. You know what? I'm so what? Oh, oh, hold on, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> See, for me, you only She need one. should have dated. She should have been married to a black man. She should have more experience. Um, outside of fucking one to have an opinion on what goes on in black culture, what goes on with black women. She should have been, she should have a black family. She should have little mixed babies running around before she opens her mouth about black people, before right, she then. had all these black people on her show. Right, in she my opinion, all these she still wouldn't have right, a then, say in what goes on in black culture. Right, right. Then, so what about sleeping black? Right. Sleeping black doesn't give you a pass right, to, to give your input on what happens right, in then. the black culture. So in the black community like that means nothing do right, you then. think if you married a white woman that you get to go tell white people how to run their culture if you married a jewish oh, woman yeah. if I'm you married, married an asian woman my like hey guys you know what you know y'all got the wrong over here yeah i mean that's what i would do but i mean all right how about this how about this rachel dolezal was that's a member a, of the a NAACP, <laughs> well, uh went to howard university had and a black husband, had black kids and that had a black baby daddy, would she be qualified to have a platform and weigh in on issues like Pearl? Would she no. be more qualified than Pearl is? Rachel, you, lived say, you say yes, woman. you say yes, Danielle. Just because she, Danielle. she received food stamps. stamps. Just because she received food stamps, braid out of her hair, and it got arrested she for welfare fraud. <laughs> don't she, she was in the don't. NAACP. <laughs> she, she married was, a black man. She, she had fraudulently. She, she was fraudulently leading she the NAACP. 
Because she was, she was leading it under the guise that she was a black woman. She is a black woman. Stop, Obsidian. See, this is... Oh, I got a question. I, I, yeah. I need to go back to something that you said a second ago. Hold on, yeah. because we're getting, we getting way off track. So I wanted to ask you about something that you said a second ago. Hold on. Once, oh, this is what I wanted to play. One second. I want to play something for you, and then I have a follow-up question. Okay. See, women that don't encourage men, women that don't verbally encourage men, right? That does something to a man's psyche. Women that don't verbally praise men, Right. That does something to it. It really like bangs up their ego. It really like bangs up their, their uh, self-esteem. We don't really talk about self-esteem with regard to men. In this case, black men. This is my personal opinion now. Highlighted the importance. You highlighted the importance of women encouraging men and you know supporting them and praising men. And literally, we have women in the space that day in and day out. Now we consider ourselves to be balanced. I think that we encourage men. We do more so in our personal lives than anything. We get y'all a run for y'all money because y'all ask for it. But a lot of the women that you attacked over these past couple of weeks have been some of the biggest supporters of black men that have praised black men to no end. That have supported supported black men and you like and that still goes unnoticed it goes unrewarded not only does it go unrewarded that when it comes down to it if those very women have something to say about a white woman all bets are off those women are free are open to attacks from the very community that they are praising that they are uplifting so as a black woman how does that um what in that makes other black women want to praise black men, you know, especially black men outside of their own home, uplift black men if you're still going to be open to attacks from the very black men that you're praising and uplifting? Because well, I, would, I would say that um, to answer that question, I would say that in the case of a Miss Den uh, Danica Marie, Miss mm -hmm. uh, Six the Goddess, Miss Crimson Cure, aka Kendra D, I would say mm -hmm. all three of Courtney. those examples. Uh, to, to a lesser degree, Courtney Michelle, and this is the reason why I'm, what I'm about to say. I would say in response to your question that these three ladies that I just cited stand as powerful evidence that uh, they benefit greatly from supporting black men in, in dollars and cents. Every day, these ladies go live and the money rains on in from black men. I have no problem with that. I think that's wonderful. Um, those black men are literally voting with their feet in the form of likes, shares, views, and voting with their wallets in the form of super chats and cash apps and PayPal and all the rest of it, uh, supporting what these ladies are saying. They have been doing it for some time now, long before Pearl showed up on the scene. So, so it, it it's a very uh, simple uh, business calculation. If you if you support black men, if you're willing to be outspoken in that regard, you will be rewarded. Okay, so, so that's what, the, the like the only reward that they can expect to receive. So because they're receiving financial a financial reward, um, the fact that people have their names on them, have them in their mouths, are attacking them, are calling them everything but a child of God, are denigrating them should be overlooked because you're being rewarded financially for being in the space. So well, so well, what if I talk about you like a dog? Yeah, now now for the record, I didn't I never you know 
denigrated these ladies, called them out their name. I didn't do that. I did not do that. I was I was uh, <laughs> denigrated and called all kind of names though, by these ladies. But I didn't call them all, all out their name and, and all that sort of thing. I didn't do that. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> uh, yeah, number two, um, let's not act like, you know, bad press is somehow bad on, on, on social media. <laughs> bad press is actually very good. You get bad press That's on your justification? Media, that, boosts you, that boosts you even more into the algorithm. So oh, I'm not wow. shouldn't be complaining. I'm just stating a fact. It's a fact that if you get a lot of shout, a wave on social media, whether it be good or bad, it boosts you into the algorithm. Andrew Tate was the most Googled man on planet Earth last year, and almost all of the press about him negative. Okay, so, so, so like these ladies benefit should be from, all, black women. from all of that wave. They benefit, right, from Danny? So, so your porcelain princess Pearl should be thanking black women. I don't know. She, she could very well be laughing all the way to the bank over there in the UK. Mm. Um, Obsidian, um, have, have, are you going on to Pearl show to promote the book of Obsidian? Do you have an open invitation and, and will you be signing on under her media, um, one of her media contracts, one of her famous, um, media contracts? I have indeed pitched the book idea to her. Um, we haven't, she uh, gave had, you an answer yet. We haven't had any firm, mm. uh, uh, answer mm. on that, but I do have a firm answer <laughs> on, um, visiting her over in the UK, um, in the fall. That's, that's the tentative date sometime in the fall. Um, make sure she give you more than 10%. And, um, and, uh, as far as me signing onto a company, no, uh, no. Why? You don't think that was a good deal? She was offering the people right. over there in the UK. I don't know to tell you the truth. Cause I haven't, I haven't actually okay, you trying to be colonized. You ain't trying to be colonized under her media company. I haven't actually seen the contract, but um, okay. But you heard what Sarah Garvey said. Yeah, yeah. But what I will say, and 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 to be fair, for the record, Anton Daniels did see it. Mister Anton Daniels still see it. He did see it, and he discussed it live, one on one, with just pearly things. So anybody wants to get the details of that, I haven't seen it. So I, I'm not I'm not going to comment on something I haven't seen. But um, mm. but what I will say is that hypothetically, uh, if she offered you 15 percent or excuse me, let's give you on the high end since you have a little experience. 20. She's going to give you 20 percent. Would you be willing to take that deal from her? I wouldn't discuss anything like that. Um, so uh, <laughs> you're going to be on Plantation Records. <laughs> Plantation <laughs> Pearl Records. I have, I, have my own, I have my own thing going on. I consider Pearl to be, I consider Pearl to be a colleague, and uh, we're very, very friendly, and uh, and that's how I like to proceed from here on out. Well, a what colleague. about the notion that you're doing all this just to remain close to her so that you can continue to get views and continue to stay in her favor because it benefits you because she has such a large following? Well, Did you, you know the black man will spare out. As you as you know, as uh, as you both know, as as content creators on YouTube, uh, one of the first cardinal rules of YouTube 101 is to collaborate uh, with others. That's how you build up your own brand and channel and so forth. That's just YouTube. That's just good YouTube business. And um, so for me to be friendly with as many people as possible in the space, 
uh, is a good thing. That That's a good thing. And I try to be. I try to be as friendly as I can with as many people as I can. But I have no I have no interest in signing on to a company. Um, I, I very much am interested in building up my own uh, concern here and uh, and, and uh, moving from that. Do you feel like oh, and I about selling out? Selling out. Yeah, um, as far as selling out the black manosphere, I consider it buying in. Um, every business has to expand. If so they that's want the to yes. And uh, and uh, so um, we're looking into uh, moving into other markets. Let me ask you that's this. Yes. Yes. Let me ask you this. Um, the white manosphere or the manosphere um, has had some really 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 um strong words for pearl i'm sure they um they have um and you've had people like anthony dream johnson Mm -hmm. you had rollo tomasi Mm -hmm. um i want to say rich these people have all uh had some negative things to say about pearl and what's interesting to me is how the white manosphere um, was very specific. No, she's not allowed in. No, she can't be here. No, we're not collaborating with her. No, we're not dealing with her. Um, why are black men so quick to allow women into their spaces? And specifically, <clears throat> after she was rejected by the white man on spear, what, what made you guys let her in? Well, before I answer that, I'd like to say for the record, I am very familiar with Mr. Anthony Dream Johnson, the 2021 Studios, and his uh, his rather uh, uh, sharp critique of Miss Just Pearly things, I am very familiar with Mr. Rolo Tomasi and his also similarly sharp critique of Miss Just Pearly things. I am not familiar with any such critique or comments coming from Mr. Richard Cooper of Entrepreneurs in Cars fame. I, I just have want to, to say look that it up. I'm for sorry. the record. I may I have misspoke on that. But yeah, I just want to say for the record, because you know I don't want to get. Let's party just treated. stick to Rolo Tomasi and Dream Johnson treatment. So I just want to say that. But now going back to why are black men in the black manosphere so a welcoming of this woman who is a cast off from the white manosphere with open arms? Well, um, I think it's fair to say that black men in general are, you know, have open arms to the cast offs of the of of women folk. Um, um, we we've always been that way. Women that other groups of men wouldn't, you know, uh, wouldn't look at, you know, sideways. We we welcome with open arms. We've always been that way. Um, in Black American society, uh, we take on the women that, uh, let's be honest, other groups of men don't want and wouldn't even notice, to be brutally frank. Um, other groups of women around the world consider Black men to be much more liberal, much more egalitarian much more you know open-minded than men of their own racial backgrounds that's one of that's one of the big draws of black men when they go abroad so um in that regard we're not doing anything different with regard to pearl that we've already done at home with black women here yes but don't you think that black women have had a negative um, impact on the space, or do you think it's a negative impact on the space? I think, I think, quite the contrary. I think black women have been a tremendous uh, boon for the space, and that's always been my argument mm. from day one. Uh, there have been a lot of voices, and I know you're familiar with them, who argue that uh, we shouldn't let black women at all in the space. Mm-hmm. Many black women are chameleons; they're just they're just here to get get uh, black men's ducats. They're just they're just thirst trapping. And my my response to that is, they serve as a net benefit to us. 
because they counter strongly the narrative that we're a bunch of basement dwelling, uh, Cheeto eating, video game playing, Vaseline uh, jar having, if you will, uh, incel losers who can't get women. No, that's not true. Uh, I think that that's been a good thing for us. And I am glad that those women have been able to profit uh, from the black manosphere. That's good. But, but Obsidian, Obsidian, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Black women have collaborated and did content with black men over here doesn't mean that they've get, given them any ass or have supported them in ways to where they don't have to use Vaseline or the Jergens. Um, <laughs> supporting them doesn't mean that they've slept with them. And that's I right. want to make sure that's absolutely yeah. clear. Yes, yes. For the record, I do. I, I agree with you. Let me also uh, chime in with you on that. That as far as I am aware, there has been no untoward uh, hanky-panky going on uh, with any of the lady content creators in this space and any of the gentlemen of the Black Manosphere. And, I, and by that, I also include content creators. As far as I know, there has been no no untoward uh, hanky-panky been going on. It's all been business. I, I wanted to highlight something. So the um, wait, meme wait, that I before had. Before you uh, do I, that, uh, before you do that, please ahead. let me get these super chats out, um, because we're we're like super backed up. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. Um, shout out to you earlier for the super chat before the show started. Didn't get a chance thank to. You, I don't remember what it said, but I'm sure it was a question. So thank you for that, Black Wizard. And shout out to you for this one. He says, "What power does she have over the space? Um, she has managed to divide a space that was." Um, quite cohesive, especially with the women that were very much in support of the manosphere. So I think if you have the power to say a few words that would affect uh, uh, people um, so greatly that there's a huge divide on how we look at things. Um, I think she's yeah, just highlighting the divide that's already there. It's it also highlights the fact that um, you know it it highlights the fact that some that our principles are completely different, um, and not just men and women because there are black men who found what she said to be offensive as well. Well, I, I would answer it very simply. Uh, you know, that's the power of uh, of the black man's kryptonite. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> shout out to black wizard again he said lots of guys were against women yeah. in the space but youtube is public so if people use the ideas they can't be stopped so guys got comfortable with women as long as they supported the ideas fact is pearl supports the ideas Eh, i i disagree with that um, I disagree because Pearl, Pearl in her own messaging would be very, very hypocritical. Pearl is an educated white woman who is built a media empire who is also unmarried. Um, when Pearl preaches for family dynamics, relationships, um, she's preaching against hoes. We heard she's having wild parties and shit. We don't know what's going on over there. But yeah, our, our, um, our, our messaging is very hypocritical. Um, <laughs> so our, the ideas that she supports versus what she does is two totally different things. I heard two all totally the ladies different. over there in uh, in Pearl's group, all of them are like her non-black and they're queen of spades types. And they're just, they're just getting it in with brothers. They just I got a whole bunch you of- You just making stuff up of city. Wearing them out. Uh, that's what I heard. That's what anyway. I heard too. Mm. I heard we they must have the same gossip. Just, just getting it in. 
Uh, shout out to Hink, the basement. He says, I support Obsidian Ali. <laughs> oh, wow. And Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Hink. Hink, the basement you, in the building. Appreciate you. Shout out to Eugene Steele. Thank you so much, Eugene. He said, Pearl said she took accountability for the things she said and done. The actions Pearl took after that did not reflect a person who takes right. accountability. Obsidian, how do you feel about that? Mm. She said she took accountability and then the actions after did not reflect a person. Um, I, You know what? I can't, I, I don't know what people what their minds are. I'm not a mind reader or anything like that. I, I had the conversation with her two weeks back to today, Sunday, um, specifically so I could ask her straight up, mano a mano, what the deal was. And I did, and she told me, and as far as I'm concerned, that's the, the matter is settled. Of course. So you forgive her? Uh, there's really, there's really there's, and as far as I'm exactly. concerned, there's really nothing to forgive. She's entitled to her opinion. How you do? How do you forgive somebody for their opinion? You, baby, I don't know. I take that pro black comment back. <laughs> so, <laughs> People have a right yeah, to their no. opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, shout keep out that same energy with black women. I, 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 have you ever told me? Have you ever? Have you ever seen me say, "Black woman, you got to apologize for me for saying." For example, yes, actually, you did. Wait, 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 you wait, did wait, it with wait, us on a panel. Hang yes, on, hang you on. did. I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. For, for example, uh, uh, Cynthia G. When have I ever said, Cynthia G., you owe me an apology for saying thus and so about black Do men. you remember when that. you used to do the altar call, Obsidian? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, uh, the altar oh call. That, that's exactly yeah. what that was. Will they come up and confess their black female fuckery? You were looking this, for apologies. I got to get out my organ music because today is Easter Sunday. We got to have a special altar call for the ladies. Oh, my God. We've been here too long. He can't pull it over on us. Oh no, nah, baby, we off the altar. We didn't. We didn't got that. We listen. Man. You got some OGs they up need here. To be sanctified with all the fuckery anyway. they do. They need to come on up here and confess. <laughs> oh, I'm so done. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says Robbie showed an article saying the saying that the black the manosphere is right wing, obsidian. What do you think the man the black manosphere is? Um, the black manosphere, in my estimate, and I did do a um a poll about this using my my channel, but um, I think it's fair to say it's a it's a fair representation uh, representation sample size because it's over uh, upwards of thirty thousand members now. So um, based on that, the black manosphere it leans center right. And um, I think that sounds about right. That's not to say that all black men, all members of the black manosphere lean center right. All black men, all black men in the black manosphere are Republicans. All black men in the black manosphere are conservatives. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I think a simple majority, you know, 51 percent of the black manosphere is some form of center right leaning in their sociopolitical outlook. Um, and um, so I think that's. It, basically accurate uh you know yeah shout out to lowcast um thank you so much lowcast he says hold him accountable ladies i think that's a damn near impossible task but we'll see what we can do um <laughs> <laughs> shout out to aunt t thank you so much aunt t he says why wouldn't they have that incel opinion of you you called yourself 
and your followers non-select. Well, um, <laughs> well, well, there's a difference between being an incel and being somebody that's non-select. You can be yeah. a incel. An incel is, is someone as they define it. There's someone who are involuntarily celibate. That is to say that they cannot attract any woman for sex. That's how they define it. A non-select guy can definitely have sex with women. Definitely have relationships with women. You know why he's saying that you you just just, just not the preferred, just not the yeah, yeah, top guy that things. women would select. Right. There's two different things. And you know what's fascinating about that? You know, going we didn't really talk about this much, but but I do discuss to a certain extent. I just discuss it in the book, and it is relevant in the discussion we're having right now about Pearl. You know what's fascinating about the passport bros conversation from the lovely ladies is these are guys you didn't want anyway. So why does it even matter what they say, what they do? It's like, so what? You don't want them anyway. That's not true. The space is not filled with undesirable men. Well, well, but but I'm going non-select what, what women. What black women have said across social media about oh. the black manosphere, about the passport bros, they're weird, they're, they're they're socially awkward, they're not good looking, they you know they got they they got a, they got a club foot, whatever. My thinking is okay, so that's the argument. Why is all of this enormous intensity about what these guys are saying, what these guys are doing? It's just like, so what? You didn't want them anyway. Matter of fact, I even read an article from over on the Medium website from an Asian lady who does matchmaking from over from China. And she said the exact same thing. She said, wait a minute. These guys you didn't want anyway. How so would she know? Black women Are won't. black women, do you consider black women to be a monolith? Um, Yeah. I do. Um, black women vote for the Democrat Party to the tune of like nearly 100% consistently. And y'all right behind um, us. Black, also uh, uh, black, men, black men vote for the Democrat Party for around 80... I can't remember. Exactly. No, it was uh, at one point uh, the uh, score it was, was 82 it, to yeah. 90%. Yeah. Um, they in the mid-80s. Yeah. Mid-80s. Yeah. And, and and that makes sense because when um Trump was running for office in 2016, so it, it, the, the, the estimates vary, but somewhere between 12 and 16 percent of black men broke for Trump. So that that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, But um, but yeah, I would say most black women are in favor of abortion. Most black women are in favor of more government, not less. More black women would be in favor of not checking their sisters publicly. More black women would be in favor. Y'all don't check y'all brothers either. Man. I mean, most black women pretty much um, are more or less lockstep in major positions. If you really sit down to think about Obsidian, it. black men and black women are two sides of the same coin. And then when we point it out, y'all will be like, oh, that's because they're raised by black women. That's no, no, no. Why I, didn't, I didn't you. say that at all. I'm agreeing that's with you. That's what a lot of black men, men say. Well, I don't. I, I'm agreeing with you that most black men vote Democrat. Most black men are in agreement with the welfare state. Most black men are in agreement with abortion. Most black men are okay with black women not having anything to say about black female fuckery. I, I agree with you. And they don't have anything to say about black male fuckery either. That's what I'm saying. Well, I do. I, I have, I have, yo, you ladies are holding a, what, 400 page book of me calling out the fuckery of black men all the time. And Most you did. You actually guys. did. And you so, do. I've I've seen you call it out like uh your points in the book were consistent with your points on your panels. So yeah. yeah. So I so I so I do it. But I mean for black men in general, yeah, black men in general, you're right about this. 
Black men in general are not going to publicly excoriate brothers who cheat on their wives. Black men are not going to publicly excoriate black men who are deadbeat dads. Black men mm -hmm. are not going to publicly excoriate black men who, you know, just uh, when I say abuse, I'm not talking about, you know, arguing or cussing out somebody. I'm talking about just straight up beaten to killing black women outright. Black men are not going to, you know, do those type of things. And I think it's that's interesting. That's appalling. I think that's uh, abhorrent. And I'm, I appreciate you calling that out, but it's interesting that you said that because I know earlier on you said, well, that's why black men like Pearl, because she is, you know, willing to call out black women for their effery on a public yeah. platform in their mm -hmm. face, da, 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 da. But it's right. glad, I'm glad to hear you acknowledge that most black men won't even do that regarding their own brethren. So. Yeah, and that's, and that's the reason why I took the stance that I did regarding Jackson, because he was a nice, big, juicy target. And uh, I continue to do so to demonstrate both to the sisters first that there is at least one brother that will use his platform and his resources to hold the brother to account. And second, to be an example to other black men of what what the true leadership looks like. See what I did there? True leadership. <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. Um, I'm going to read the rest of the Super Chats and get on with my next question. Um, yeah, I have one about Shay Charday too. Go ahead. Yes. Um, shout out to there. I said it. Um, he says black women are also invaluable regarding opposing the many simps who seek to label the sphere as black women haters. Um, Obsidian, do you think that that thought process will change in light of recent events? I have no idea. I'm, I'm very excited to see uh, how things, I, I, I mean, every day I get up, I'm excited to see what the new day brings, but now I'm, I'm like, I can barely go to sleep at night because I'm raring to go. I want to see what happens next. So yeah, this is better than TV. It is. Uh, shout out to Black Mind. Um, he says the space can't go forward with Western sisters. Um, I disagree. I think, I think, uh, let me get my echo box here. I think black, black female, female fuckery is the arc reactor that powers, uh, the black manosphere. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, the great thing about it is that it's a, a constantly renewable and, uh, energy resource. It'll never run out. Not unlike gas or fossil fuels or dilithium crystals, you know, with, with, with the BFF arc reactor, it never runs out. It always replenishes itself. Are you are you planning on teaming up with additional white women? Um, because we've seen that you teamed up with white women in the past, um, like Nima Cates. Um, there was another lady that you teamed up with um, outside of Pearl. Do you plan on bringing an influx of white women into the black manosphere? Not, not. I'm glad you asked that question. Not only am I planning to team up with as many corn fed. Uh, middle Midwestern and Southern white women. I'm, I got to get some women out there. <laughs> I got to see if I can get some women from Idaho. That's what I need. Some An of army of white and, women. And, and, and get me and get me. Yeah, a binder full of white women. I got to get me a bunch <laughs> of them from Alaska. I got to see if I can get me some of them. But in addition to that, I also want to see if I can get to, get with some uh, some white Hispanics. We need white Hispanics. We can't use black Hispanics. We got to get some white Hispanics. We got to get some uh, some white Brazilians. We got to get some white Colombians. We gotta get we gotta get as many uh, lighter and brighter looking women as possible up in this piece, uh, because that's guaranteed to set the lovely ladies off. Every time we do it, it just triggers the hell out of them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Shout out to Gabe A. He says Obsidian is just looking for a new grift 
because all he has is YouTube. <laughs> we know he doesn't even believe what he says. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that somebody who uh, uh, wants to talk about YouTube and can barely get his own uh, thing going wants to talk about what somebody else is doing <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, charity begins at home. And uh, I would suggest uh, to Mr. Gabe A that before he deigns to talk about anybody else, that uh, he get his own YouTube house in order. I, I believe the last time I checked, he had barely, he didn't even have 5,000 subscribers and uh, could barely pull in 1,000 views uh, per video or live stream. So I, I would suggest to him that he consider uh, taking the lead attorney's uh, video streaming course and that uh, he might want to hit up Roberto Blake for additional uh, information on how to both of these black men, by the way, here on YouTube, uh, for additional uh, instruction, advice, and counsel on how to become a successful YouTuber before he attempts to put his mouth on anybody who actually. Matter of fact, and I'm so glad that you said that. Should Pearl become a wife before she's able to speak on dating and relationships? Absolutely. In marriages. When I interviewed her, when I interviewed her, I asked her straight up. I said, "Listen, um, what's the deal? How, when, when are you going to uh, get married?" And she said that she's actively looking right now. She didn't mention her one uh, Mandingo warrior boyfriend. And uh, and uh, she said that she is actively looking. And I even said to my audience, listen, fellas, put your bid in. You know, hit her up on the, on the DMs. You know, might be able to make a, uh, a nice, big, pearly uh, love connection there. Listen, this is a woman who broke up with her man, her dude, who was very successful because Kevin told her to. Like, I don't know if she should be giving out relationship advice. If somebody that you don't even know on uh, YouTube that you pay over $2,500 to could tell you to break up with your man. Like, well, 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 don't... she demonstrates that she's willing to listen to a black man. And can we say the same? For so <laughs> she many wasn't willing to listen to her own. <laughs> what yeah. you mean? She, with, uh, how many lovely ladies are the community? is going to listen to a black man when they tell him anything. So, You're talking to him right now. I think, to think, I, think, I think that's a powerful endorsement of the uh, almighty white woman right there. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Black Mind. He says, most of us don't rock with Pearl or you too. Yes, you do. Why are Shut you up. here? Papa? Yes, you do. Shut up. Shout out to BGS Itmore. <laughs> I love BGS. He says black women are here in this space because men like Obsidian <laughs> refuse to give up on you. In spite of the data and facts, hope springs eternal. LOL. Um, BGS ain't gonna give up on us either. Like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's I mean, giving I love, up. I love black no, women. No, he's immoral, so and he's I giving up, but he I love black, I love black women. I especially love them on payday. Uh, <laughs> it makes it makes my heart sing to see uh, I'm all. I'm telling Miss Brown Sugar. Yeah, I love it. But matter of fact. What does Miss Brown Sugar think about all this bullshit you've been doing? You know, well, um, she's been very busy in other quarters handling business, but um, I'm trying to see if I can coax her to do a post-mortem podcast together on all this. So stay tuned. But we did. We I did need to holler at her because she need because my husband, I'll be like, babe, uh-uh, cut that, cut that pink toe. <laughs> we, we, we did do a podcast together about Pearl on New Year's Eve. And she excited? we didn't release it. We didn't release it until last uh, month, I think it was. Yeah, March. I got so to check that out. We didn't release it like three or four months later. 
but um, but uh, but we I, I we do have to do something, uh, you know, in light of uh, is she in support of Pearl? Um, uh, yeah, she did. She um, in the interview, well, not interview, but podcast that we did on New Year's Eve, her position was that she could see where she was coming from. Before the so she regurgitating your talking points. Of course she could see where she coming from. She sound like you. I thought I thought she was regurgitating Rolo Tomasi's talking points. That's what he No, the black manosphere's talking points. So so now Rolo Tomasi's argument is that she's regurgitating his talking points. She paid Kevin Samuels. She was stalking him. She went from white girl reacts to, oh, th these men are making good money. Let me find out how I can capitalize off of them and colonize their space. Yeah, we know yeah. who she copied off of. There, there, there it is. So. In light of her recent comments about uh, slavery and black people being late to work, um, what is what what is Miss Brown Sugar's opinion about it at this point? You know what? We haven't talked about it, and I'm hoping that we won't, so we can come back and do a podcast and have a very lively discussion about it. So keep your fingers crossed. Shout out to our good sis Danica Marie yes. adult hey, discussions, a true black queen. Um, shout out to you, Danica, for being a married woman, um, not having babies out of wedlock, supporting black men as you always mm -hmm. do. Thank you, girl. She said just popping in and popping out, showing love, peace out. Um, thank you so, so much for that, Danica. Now uh, she now now Miss now the lovely Miss Danica Marie with that $50 cash app. Uh, excuse me, uh, super chat, excuse me. That is an example of what I mean. She's done well in this space because she's she's able to afford to get a lavish a $50 really? super chat. That's proof that she's doing well in the space. That's a good thing. That's good. That's proof that's that she supports black women making content is what it's proof yes. of. Yeah, that's I what agree. I would say. And I that agree. she supported black men with them same types of uh um, absolutely super chat. Yeah, I saw I saw her drop a seventy five dollar super chat over on Reg the Bagger, probably the highest she's ever gotten in a long time. So uh, yeah, yeah, being that Reg is a black content creator, how come you haven't supported him in the ways that women have supported him? Oh, I actually have. I've, I've dropped uh, super chats over there before. So like $75? only to troll him and cuss not, him not, out. Not, not seventy. Not not seventy five dollars worth. No. Seventy five cents. What them dollars at? A little bit more than seventy five. I think it was like a dollar and five cents or something. Like that. <laughs> exactly. I already know the way you used to attack that man for no reason. Mm. Reg the broke guy. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> well, yeah. did I lie? Um. Anyway. anyway. Yeah, you did. You don't know that man's finances. Mm. Shout out oh. to Gabe A again. Thank you so much, Gabe. He says, Obsidian, I'm successful in real life. Can you say the same? When you can't pay your own internet bill, how does your suppose YouTube success help you out there? Oh, Gabe, they're man, there. You have they're to say there, it. Gabe. They're there, Gabe. Uh, it's understandable. I, I, I understand. It's, it's hard getting those first 5,000 subs on YouTube. It's hard. I've been there. The grind is tough. And um uh you know I don't have to worry about paying my I don't have to worry about paying my bills. My bills get paid every month whether I pay them out of my pocket or not. I'm very I'm very happy for your concern. I'm very flattered by that. And I would uh I would just uh uh advise you to tread carefully. The IT business is going through it these days. And uh and and so is uh the real estate business. Uh according to my contacts in your hometown, nobody in the real estate <laughs> business has ever heard of you. So uh so you have a lot of work you to doxing do. this man? You have a lot of work to do there. And I and I would and I would say that uh 
uh, you know, uh, tote that barge and lift that bell, young man. And uh, best of luck to you. Anyway. <sighs> um. That's it? Okay. I, I wanted to ask you, so uh, Shea Charday had posted this Oh, sorry. Shay Charday had posted this meme and it says the black manosphere, the black manosphere identifies with Karen more than Keisha. And I highlighted it at the time because you were making a point about why black men support and or favor Pearl. But she also posted it with this little um, commentary where she says the last week suggests that that the black manosphere distinctive from other black male channels prefers the message of just pearly things over cultural gatekeeping. Race is not the deciding factor for many of these men, but rather alignment of personal goals. What about Miss Pearly Things resonates with the black manosphere more than the black women who support them? And I wanted to know if you can answer that. So what yes. specifically about Pearl resonates with black men in the manosphere more than the women who have been here, who have supported black men, who have donated to channels, who have, you know, been the rallying cry for black men, who have fought against the sisterhood for black men, who are constantly in support of black men. You have um, women like Crimson Cure, Danica, you know, women, even like Shay Chardé, who have been, you know, given their unyielding support of Black men. And what is it about Pearl that resonates with some of you all more than at least those Black women? I ain't even going to put us in the category because you know how that go. Yeah. But if you can answer that question for me. Yeah, um, I talked about it earlier and, I, and it's a great chance to uh, reiterate it again. The secret sauce for uh, Pearl and others in and around the black manosphere is having real time conversations with these lovely ladies and uh, and telling them about themselves. And black women just aren't willing to do that. And uh, again, as I've said before, that, um, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. Um, something is going to fill the void. The question is, are you going to like what, what, what that something is? In this case, there was a void of women being willing to tell the lovely ladies of the community about themselves, especially in light of Iyanla Van Zandt. Remember, Iyanla Van Zandt got ran off of uh, Oprah Winfrey Network by black women and was given death threats. So so you got to look at that void that was left there. And something filled the void, and it was uh, Big Pearly. And uh, Big Pearly, uh, you know, is willing to tell uh, Brittany Renee, listen, uh, you know, you out in these streets, and, uh, you know, the high-value men. How can she talk about Britney Renner when she's not doing anything different than Britney Renner outside of running her mouth? Oh, well, actually, and how? She, like, actually, actually and she is doing something a lot different. Uh, she's not out here talking about the various, I won't say because y'all have a family channel, various acts that uh, she has participated in with various men. She's not talking about, she's not writing a tell-all memoir uh, giving the details and the tea of uh, all the things that she's done with she's, various Pearl is still Hold on, let me go back because my follow-up like question to this real yeah. quick. Obsidian, you're saying that you answered that, but I wanted to know, like, those ladies have also supported the space, like, their entire channels, all of the content on their channels is strictly about calling Black women out. 90% of their content is every single day. Danica Marie, I've seen her making 
three videos a day sometimes calling black women out, holding black women accountable, highlighting the effery of black women, you know, mm-hmm. highlighting on, you know, different um, incidents that happen within the media where black women have wronged black men. And mm-hmm. you're saying they're not doing that? Well, I mean, there's a big difference between looking into a camera and doing that and sitting across from somebody in real time on camera doing that. And we can we can measure the difference in dollars and cents and views and likes and shares and all the rest of it. That is the big draw. And um, I, it's completely understandable if uh, the lovely ladies of the community are unable or unwilling to do that. But what we're seeing is that the same thing be said about you. Oh, uh, yeah, you can. And that's the reason why, uh, as before, we went. Should people take you serious because you're not on camera in a studio with people talking to them? Right. Should you be taken seriously? Um, that's up to them to decide. That that the uh, the people will decide if they will, they won't. I no, but you this. just made a point that um these other content creators, the women that we just named, mm-hmm. that they're not being taken seriously because they're. Well, they I didn't say have- that. I didn't say they wasn't being taken seriously. I was asked what was the difference. That was the yeah the, the, regarding and I, and I but the, so the difference is that they don't have a rich daddy that can fund their um um capital that could give them the capital to fund a venture like Pearl. Oh, that's the they, they have they have they have one better. They have Goldman Sachs. They have the United States federal government, and they have they so have they got to compete to and, try and to see have, if there's a one percent chance that they and, might get a grant have, from and they, and they have a, a white man. And they have a lot of black men willing to lavish them. with. And that's not the same thing, Obsidian. This is a father, like really and truly, there's no comparison in a father giving you the rules in which he was able to start his IT company or data company, whatever she's a software company, I think is what her dad has. Then you going to a company and trying to get a grant like her dad already has a successful business that he's ran for more than 20 years. That's Mm -hmm. not the same thing. Like he's going to give you the blueprint. So many of these lovely ladies are so well educated and so uh, informed and, and skilled. I'm I'm pretty sure that they could figure out ways to, ways and means to oh, really? funding and, and and incubator funding and startup funding and and grants and loans. I mean they're so they're so adept at that. Moreover, um, quite a few of these lovely ladies do indeed have fathers. My, I have three younger sisters, and my father bought cars, houses, helped them start businesses. So it's not unusual in Black American life to be able to do what Pearl's dad did, because my dad did it for... Just say y'all love white women, and let's be done with it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, my sisters are very successful businesswomen, and they got startup capital from my dad. Okay, the mm-hmm. women that you mentioned didn't get startup capital and are at having to get it out the mud, but they've been in heavy support of black black men and have echoed a lot of the same talking points um, in support of black men. Do you feel like you threw those women under the bus? Absolutely not, because those ladies are still here. They're still able to operate. They're still able to operate in the free market that we have created within the black manosphere of freedom of association, voluntary associations and markets. And uh, if brothers want to support them, I, I strongly urge uh, Ms. D- uh, Ms. Six the Goddess to keep showing a, a copious amounts of leg that will raise the enough monies possible for her to uh to raise her game upper game against Pearly. Let the free um, you know it's interesting that you talked about um Six's uh legs. I saw yes. a recent video that you did um highlighting her showcasing herself, right? Yes, yeah. um, at one point you were in She's so beautiful, support. don't you agree? Oh, she's a bad chick. Oh yeah, she's she's way she's better. She's she makes Pearl look like a 
uh, eleven year old Opie. All the, the more, all the more reason why she should get out there and shake. Her it ain't hard to make Pearl look bad, but um, six is beautiful. I, I agree. All the more reason why she needs to get out there and shake that money maker, shake it, shake it, shake it, and raise what? the money, help the sisters out. Shake that money maker. Compete against uh, a plain. So a black player. woman needs to get out there and shake that money maker, but a, a white woman can just steal y'all content and y'all talking points, and she'll she get paid. Didn't steal anything from me? You got my book. What did she steal from me? Come on, Obsidian. Like, stop uh, playing. Don't be book. oblivious. What did she? What did she steal from me? You have my book. Don't be what obtuse. What did she steal from me? When when has she ever gone on and talked about black, black female, female fuckery? When is that? Happen? Most of her content is black female effery. What are you talking about? She had Brittany Renner is black phrase. female effery. She's never used that specific phrase. She's never. She used doesn't have to. Phrase. Like come oh, on, like you now you just so she, now you want to so try to play semantics. So by definition, she hasn't stolen anything from me. She hasn't taken any. <sighs> okay. So she hasn't grifted off the black manosphere. Well, no, the man on sphere and she's not she's, she's not a grifter because a grifter by definition is, is is someone that's engaging in fraud. She's delivering a good and service, and that good and service. Wait is a minute, so you don't consider her a she hypocrite? She lovely ladies about themselves. That's so you does. don't consider her a hypocrite? Do I consider her a hypocrite? A hypocrite. How so? She's not married. I never I never heard her saying that. Uh, that uh, 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 black women, some black women in particular, need to get married. I haven't heard. No, that. she's talked about women in general needing to get married. Why? Well, I she's we not talking about black women in particular. I, that's what I thought we were talking about. Well, she no, talks we talk about wives constantly and the role of wives and but why they can't keep their husbands happy and wives? why husbands are cheating and why men are leaving and why they're not satisfied and stepping out. She constantly makes that type Does of she comment. She say that black women in particular need. That's to be not the point. The point is, do you consider her a hypocrite? But do it you says black her women a in the subject title. Do you consider her a hypocrite for having a message that she does not participate in? Uh, I can't see how she's a hypocrite if she's not talking about black women doing these things. What? That doesn't even make any sense. He will know dance around a question. <laughs> Baby, he will dance around a question. She you know that doesn't black make any sense. Tap dancing better than Gregory Hines. Come on now. She just said women in general. I said, I'm talking about black women. When did she say black women, y'all need to get married and become wise? When did she say that? Um, the same time she talked about how slavery wasn't um that that deep. Now I listened to that interview the all three hours of it, and not one time did I hear her mention the fact that black women need to get wives and stop messing around out in these streets like Britney Renner. I've never heard anyway. of it. You you said that she was able to call black women out on their fuckery, right? Uh, and identify uh, black female fuckery. Winner. You yeah. said that she's able to identify black female fuckery. What's the difference in her um, not being a hypocrite because she's having a message that she does not participate mm -hmm. in? What's mm -hmm. the difference? Is she a hypocrite for not participating in her own messaging to other women? With, with regard to black women, I would say no. Now, if you want to talk about white women, okay, I'll go along with that. So she's a hypocrite to white women. I would say that. No, I want you to say it. I would say that. I would say with regard to white women. No, you I said go, I, go I would that say argument. that. I, no, I want you to say to black women, Pearl I, I, is I a hypocrite to white women. Pardon? She's Say she's a hypocrite to white women. That's I, I just got finished saying. I can see that argument. Shout out to brother PDAT. PDAT, what's up? Um, hey, he said Pearl could do well to follow... Allie Drummond's real femme sapiens footsteps. A husband and baby would be a game changer, no pun intended, for her. I'd say Allie's success is helped by the husband slash baby, not to mention her looks. Um, thank you so much for that, Brother Pete. 
Yeah, um, you know, uh, Real Film Sapiens, another uh, very plain Jane looking uh, honorary white woman who uh, married well and has a baby. She's home cooking blue blueberry pie. You know, black women don't make no damn blueberry pie. She's going home making blueberry pie and uh, and uh, and wears nice little, you know, uh, you know, house on low house on the prairie type dresses. See, that's we can make a mean pie. sweet potato pie. Is she married to a white man? Yeah, baby, he don't even yes, eat sweet potato pie or bean yeah. pies no more. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Listen, brother, brother, first brother, of all, Pearl got to get out of black people business and, and, and uh, go. That's what she doing. She pivoted to white spaces. That's why she had Nick Fuentes over there. She on her way trying to find her a white man. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that that, that, that sounds about right. And, you know, she has a fun with the brothers and then go marry a white girl. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Shut out. How many Kenny. brothers have knocked on white women and then got themselves a black girl? I mean, come on. Hold up. God damn it. It's usually uh, the other way around. Shout out to Kevin C. He says, if black women demand black men to build, they must secure a husband, stay married, create families, and help raise kids into productive adults. Um, okay. I don't have an argument for that. I don't either. Right on. The only, uh, thing, I would say, to... the only thing I would say is that there are no black women willing to go on camera and sit across from these, these, uh, these wayward ladies and tell them that to their face. When y'all start sitting across from wayward men and calling them out, then I'll 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 listen to that argument and actually. Um, I look forward. Listen. I look forward to the day when I will meet Derek Jackson yet again face to face and will tell him. You only you focus are. on Derek yeah. Jackson. We talked about I mean, men and don't, them don't not being paying their child think, support. Men, these men having seven kids and bragging about it. You know these wayward men think, who are pookies and ray rays and destroying black communities. It's a lot of men who need to be, be called the out. Target we should go after given all his particular stature and all the rest. Don't you think we should start from the top and work our way down to the bottom? No, I don't think that Devin, uh, I don't think that Derek Jackson is the biggest threat to the community. You don't? When he has a six million no. uh, uh, woman following, when he uh, when he has uh, promoted what he's promoted, when he has hurt as many he's people, he's a swindler. No, but not to say, not, not to say his own wife who he's driven crazy like Clockwork Orange or Psycho. You don't think that that we should start there and work our way down to the bottom? I think that he's disgusting. I think that he's a swindler. I think that he's a cheater. I think that he is, you know, an awful man. But I think that there are a ton of other men that should be called out that are destroying the black community, that are attacking women, that are assaulting women, that are hurting children that we should start with. And I agree. That's the reason why over the past eight years I have been uh, relentless in my uh, uh, calling the uh, Pookies and Ray Rays out on the carpet and the many black women who love, uh, you know, sitting and spending on them. I agree. Shout out to Mrs. Queen Sunkiss. She says, we are the true leaders of the community. This is the reason men hold us to a higher standard than they hold themselves. They will SBE us at our best and worst. It's the price of a leadership. Where I don't even want to be a leader. That? And that is a good point that she made. And the thing is, Obsidian says something that I found to be very interesting. Um, he actually i'll come back to it later never mind okay uh i'll respond to that that uh that statement you know um when i interviewed pearl two weeks ago i asked her i said do you consider yourself the woman king of the manosphere black or white do you consider yourself the leader of the manosphere black or white she said unequivocally no i do not the men are the leaders you guys are the original thought leaders and came up with all this content. I'm here to support you. And uh, I just want you to compare and contrast that to this uh, lovely super chat right here that about this lovely lady right here. And now you see the reason why so many brothers love Pearl. 
But Let the me thing ask you is, this. you go. Ahead, I was then. gonna ask. Okay, so the men love Pearl. Um, Queen Sunkiss said this. You know, she's saying this. Um, Pearl has gone on to do bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. um, Pearl has had some Africans, and she is leading she's a them. Um, she's paying them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, pennies on the dollar. What do you think about Pearl's leadership? I think that um, that that Pearl. Uh, being a true boss lady is a powerful boss rebuke. Me. I think a powerful rebuke to so many lovely ladies of the community calling themselves boss bees and don't have nobody on the payroll. I think that is a powerful <laughs> rebuke. And to some of these men. But listen, um, I want to ask you something about what Queen Sunkiss said because you also asked a question, a pointed question on a recent um stream that you did about what black women bring to us you were essentially mm -hmm. asking what what is it that black women bring what do black women do for us and i just played that clip earlier so a man asking that is kind of like that is putting black women in the leadership position because whatever group of men are asking their women what are you doing for me for me to do something for you That's like men typically question. leaders are not expecting you to do something for them in order for us to lead to 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 in order for us to do our job as the leaders of the community, we're not asking for you to, to, to give us something first. Well, um, I'm, I'm glad you said that because um, the lovely ladies of the community want to have it both ways when it suits them. They want us black men to be like non-black men when it suits them, but they also want to absolve themselves of being like non-black women. And once again, this is where <laughs> we have to praise Pearl for uh, bringing in a differing view of femininity and asking the lovely ladies of the community how they stack up against that. And we are finding that they are wanting uh, uh, Big Pearl for the win again. What what view of femininity are you talking about? Because she's a leader, she's educated, she's yeah. a boss chick, and yeah. she making threats to people who say something that she don't like. That's yeah. feminine? Yes. Oh, I mean, that's, okay. Y'all can redefine femininity. That's, that's definitely feminine in the ways that black women would recognize. They need to get on their game <laughs> and become, and become varsity athletes and make and play and play acoustic guitar and uh, make a uh, blueberry pie and cook and cook jollof rice and, and give the brothers the biggest let piece of pie. Let me ask you a question because you was making comparisons um, in regards to Pearl's uh, uh, athleticism yes. versus the goddess and Danica Marie. Uh, not and only her, Miss uh, Courtney Michelle as well. And Courtney Michelle. Yes. Do you think Pearl is better than these chicks? Yes. And, and not, not only do I think that, I know it because we see we see pictures we see pictures of her in athletic action playing volleyball right now uh, as we speak. Uh, when have we ever so? seen these lovely ladies in action doing any uh, uh, competitive athletic activity, playing team sports? That's not. Is Pearl better than your woman? Uh, I would say that Pearl and my woman are very similar because just like Pearl. Uh, your played, woman plays what, volleyball? She played volleyball and basketball. Does she play? Danica Marie works out. Her husband owns a gym. You think Danica Marie yes, works out with her husband? She's athletic. She's very beautiful. But does she ever play competitive sports? So that doesn't. That's not the only way. First of all, like because Pearl played in the WNBA or tried to be a WNBA player, that ain't everybody is not aspiring to do that because well, she, she also, is she as talented as Caitlyn Jenner. That's she not what everybody's aspiration is. She also had a contract to play 
for uh, semi-pro volleyball in Portugal. Yeah, you talking about the man who Danny said now, me too her that helped her become YouTube. athletic because she so, said she so was like question, a giraffe before so that. My question, so my question is that uh, what competitive, my lady played competitive sports. She played two of them, basketball and, and uh, volleyball in, in, in high school and college. So my question to the lovely ladies for whom it applies, have they played competitive sports in high school and college? Yes or no? I did. I ran track. All four I ran years. track and played basketball. Ran That's track all I did. Okay. I was a sprinter. You got nothing to worry ran about. relay. Only, no, only, I, I, only. see, no, no, no. I don't Went have to any, the state I, as a I junior have, varsity we, we JV. Don't have those, mm -hmm. We don't have a whole lot to worry about like Pearl does because Pearl's still out here without a husband and manless. Yes. And so and, and, I told husband, and, and whether or not Danica or Sid and, or Courtney Michelle um, played professional sports or have been offered professional sports, the fact of the matter still remains that Pearl don't have no husband. I agree. No husband. That's and a I, good point, too. And I need to get the nearest, the nearest uh, Carlton Black man immediately and wife him up. And Six was engaged. And the thing is, I'm old, so I ain't playing nobody's competitive sport. My knees ain't good. I'm not about to be running, jogging, doing none of that. I'll get on a treadmill and that's as good as I'm, uh, you know, and walk fast. That's it. This, but what does that have to do with the price why. of sugar? What does that have to do with the value of their the womanhood reason, and their femininity? And, 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 and this is the reason why uh, the older ladies are the community. I wrote about them in the book. Because uh, you know they they, they got to they got to do a better job of uh, you know tightening. Things you don't up. know what Pearl gonna be doing when she's forty. You see oh, how I know she's they doing age? Right I know what she's doing right you now. See how they age? When I was and twenty-six, I, I, I was know, bad, baby. And I know what, and I know what the lovely so what does that mean? Like you say that to 40. say what? I know what they're doing over. Danny the was in the navy, like. Huh? I know what they're oh, doing at, 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 in the community over 40 is not looking good. You comparing uh, older women to somebody that's 15 years younger than them. Like, what is hey, the point? Hey, I mean, hey, look, life ain't fair. I can compare you to somebody 15 years younger than you, too. You could. And I'm a very I'm a very spry 50 uh, something year old. Listen, when my husband ain't even 15 right? years I'm younger. Saying, yep. And maybe they go to I'm the gym and work out together. And they don't call me Yoda for nothing. They don't call me Yoda for nothing. So my husband, I believe like he's older than you. You way, what, way 51? The way he around and moves and, and, and zips nice. back and forth. He yeah. nice. Yeah. They don't call me Yoda for nothing. Don't do so it. So you be jogging through the neighborhoods, running sprints and shit? Oh, yeah. I be up there getting it in with my cane. I have special Listen, cane. Listen, and, and, and he was in martial arts for 25 years. Like, come on, don't. Yeah. Like, look, he's older than you. Martial arts ever Girl, since you talking yeah. to the bionic man, baby. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bionic man. Yes. Let's yeah, not do this competition right thing. Now. Let's not do the competition thing. Yeah. And, and, Pearl, and Pearl also makes sure that the brothers get the biggest piece of fried chicken, too. Does she? She yes. ain't from the, from the last her, brother. From the, the last brother she was with, it, it didn't sound like he got a big piece of fried chicken. We got like, to directly ask him sharply. Did she or did she not make you please. the biggest piece of fried chicken, brother? We need to hear it directly from you. He probably fed it to the dog. I know it wasn't edible. Mm. Mm. Shout out to Jamar Strickland. <laughs> to Obsidian's point, Six is a very attractive woman. Her physical appeal appeal draws attention if she had a show like pearls where she talked to women in real time called out bad behavior she would be bigger than pearl i actually agree with that yeah but i but agree she, too but, she, but, but, but and, and i'm quoting anton now Danica she's way, too. she's way too lazy for that that's what that's what anton daniel said 
You think Lacey Anton should be really? You really think Anton should be speaking about um anything with all the drama? Anton he's got going under fire, baby. The TikTok girl is tearing him a new one. I, I, I do. He's a very successful man. Oh, would you mm. be willing to do anything for money, Obsidian? No. What That's a girl, good question. What will Pearl I would have not to be do? willing to marry a black man for all the money and all the tea in China? Interesting. Um. Considering that you endorse queer eye for the straight guy and I do indeed. If it, if, it, if, if, if it comes down between the queer eye for the straight guy in terms of uh being a standard bearing apostle of the black manosphere and Reg the broke guy, I'm going with the queer eye for the straight guy. So you you would prefer? Do you think transsexuals um should be allowed in this space? Transsexuals would be different from gay. So so a trans and we did have a run in with a transsexual individual. Who uh who tried to uh has felt some kind of way about Dr. Umar, I'll put it that way. And my position is uh they 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 are a very interesting uh group because they want to have all this purchase in the black male female discussion. And I I just don't I, I'm curious as to why why it's so important to them. Why does it matter? I was just talking to a gay guy last night over on a clubhouse, and I asked him straight, I said, listen, man, why do you care so much? about black love read black male black female relationships and his response was he didn't give a damn about that he cared about the black manosphere saying things about women that are like his mom so make it that what you will um mm -hmm. the same way you guys made of what pearly says about issues uh we, we just gonna do the same thing yeah um shout out yeah. to jamar strickland he says the question becomes why don't you see black women with pearls type of platform yes and uh again i cite why don't anton you see black men anton daniel I, i'm going to get to that i cite anton daniels anton daniels said that to be fair he didn't just say black women he said black people are too lazy i'm inclined to concur so i have a question for you yes. because like y'all try to ignore the obvious which I do think like I, one thing I will not take away from Pearl is her business savvy, like her, 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 what she's done with her business. I'll give her that. And despite the fact that I feel like she's had a leg up, she still has done the dang thing and no one can take that away from her. Um, the fact that she like had the forethought to make this into a business, not a hobby, not something for fun, even though she was like getting it out the mud trying to figure out what to do changed her shtick many many times until she found something that worked for her and wanted to colonize the space okay i'll give you that but aside from that um y'all cannot ignore the fact that um the algorithm also comes into play and literally there is a woman who does um builds algorithms for a living and she talks about like has her a whole um media platform where she talks about the fact that there are built-in racial dynamics to algorithms every mm -hmm. algorithm mm -hmm. just like the iq test has racial dynamics built into it where they're going to ask questions that are more commonly used by or um use words that are more commonly used by white people than black people and not take into consideration our dialect aave and things like that so we're at a disadvantage already so that also benefits her and i'm a person that i work in risk and i'm a work as a risk analyst so mm -hmm. we have to look at all all sides and that's something that also can't be dismissed and i'm not hearing a lot of people highlight that the algorithm is also in her favor well what i would say that i was just talking to a brother i don't, don't want to go too deep into the project itself but um I'm, I'm now involved in an ai project 
and I was talking to a brother who's spearheading up this AI project. Everybody knows I work with Theo, who uh, works extensively with IT and teaches brothers this. So I would say to what you just said, my response would be black people need to get in the game and learn how to play by the rules of the game so they can win at the game. We need more black people making their own algorithms. We need more black people making their own AI. We need more black people doing what Pearl and Kevin and others have done in the space and do it better. And until that happens, white folks are going to continue to win and black folks are going to be continue to be mad. How has this uh, debacle um, affected your relationships with um, other content creators such as like O'Shea? I think me and O'Shea are on um, good terms. I haven't talked to him in a few weeks, but I'm in, I'm, I still consider myself on good terms with him. Good people can disagree. We just happen to disagree on this issue. That's all. But it shouldn't preclude uh, our ability to um, to uh, to do business. It shouldn't preclude our ability to uh, to be civil to each other and to continue to work together where our interests are aligned. That should have, should have nothing to do with it. Uh, we just disagree. That's all. I know. Why is that it though that you haven't um, directed any of your energies towards like a lot of the male content creators in the space because you're going after like the soft targets? But well, I'm not seeing soft targets because they went after me first. And uh, I responded to them first. If, they, if, if if it had been the other way around, Janika went she, after you first. Uh, yeah. Um, not just her, but uh, Miss Courtney Michelle, Six the Goddess, and they have the and they're within their right to have their views, and I have a right to respond. I made sure I did so within the bounds of civility and respect. I didn't call them names, <laughs> call them out their name, and all that sort of thing. I stayed within the bounds. Obsidian. Yes. You don't know what the bounds of civility are because you say that, and in the same sentence, you will say somebody needs to go um shake up shake shake something to make money and stuff. That's not civil. Well, I mean, is it is it true? Is it true that no. uh, that Six the Goddess is a is known for her very very uh, powerful attractiveness to men? And now I have no she problem with her. Using she's that. beautiful. She was I born no that way. Her using I have no problem with her using her God given talents and gifts. To uh, uh, to enrich herself, I have no problem with that. All right. Shout out to Kevin C. He says, no matter how much better men hold bad actors to account, women constantly choose and reward wayward men, give them sex babies, and much more. Why? Um, uh, we we married to like good dudes, so. I, and 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 as many y'all y'all still a fuck hole, so we don't know. Yeah, like I think that. it happens on both sides. Like that's like that's part of our dysfunction. It's literally part of our dysfunction. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Earl Jr. He says this pearl situation has splintered the space. It's fucking traffic. I think he meant to say tragic. tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tragic. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's confused. But uh, um, but as far as splitting up the space. You know, it's the thing that cracks me up about the manosphere. Uh, like every season, like once a quarter, so at least four times a year, there. I don't, I don't know why, but at least four times a year, there will be this sky is falling narrative about the black manosphere. It's the end for the black manosphere. The black manosphere is over. You know, put a fork in and it's done. And then things go back to normal. People get mad at you. I'm going to unsubscribe, and they come back a, a month or two later. I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, people like to get outraged. So. 
So you say that as if because when you when you did that first stream with Pearl, I was reading the I didn't catch the stream live, but I went back and watched it and watched most of it, and I was reading the comments. And people seem to be outraged in your chat. Are you not concerned with isolating your audience with you know your views on this particular subject? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, when we talked about this before we hit the uh, record button, um, I guarantee you, uh, later this fall. Everybody will be coming right on back. Interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. I want to move ahead to the Me Too situation. Yes. Um, the other day, I saw that you had a stream, and I didn't get a chance to catch um the to catch it all. I caught a little bits and pieces, but um, I was actually um present in the chat when six and chaotic truth got into it mm -hmm. and um i was trying to figure out how you and chaotic truth came to the me too aspect of that situation like how did me too um spawn out of that well i mean me too was founded by a black woman right uh, that movement was founded by a black woman, Tawana Burke, and she was concerned about black women being victims of sexual assault. And that was the argument that Six the God has made, that, that chaotic truth had sexually assaulted her in front of 2,000 people. These were exact words. Um, and that black men did not, black men read, black men over on the Lapeef Let's Talk Network did nothing about it. I wanted to show her and everyone else that I agree with her assessment and uh, and checked uh, chaotic truth and told him and chided him for his behavior. Um, his behavior was untoward, unbecoming of a gentleman, and uh, and is uh, uh, and definitely unlike a professional. Is definitely deeply unprofessional. He is putting uh, Anton Daniels and Jr.'s business interests at risk. If uh, Six the Goddess was a very litigious woman, she could have brought a lawsuit and had endangered. Uh, Mr. Anton and, J and Mr. Jr.'s business interests uh, could have destroyed it. So uh, I made sure that I let Mr. Chaotic know that uh, his actions were unconscionable and unacceptable and that uh, black men needed to uh, to point that out. What? Okay. So with Pearl's situation, and I noticed that you said that um, we never heard the guy's side of the story, which we didn't, but he did present a statement um, to uh, Ty City or Ramil. I don't know which one it was, but it was posted on their um, uh, co-hosted channel. Mm -hmm. um, with Pearl's situation, why were you guys so quick to take Pearl side of the story um, before even <clears throat> receiving a response or even hearing from this man? Well, in my case, I, I didn't take a uh, Pearl side for one very simple reason. I was not aware of the other side. It has been made. Uh, and now I interviewed her in October of last year, Halloween night. Um, just the other day, I received an email that um, the gentleman in that case that she was involved in while either in college or high school, I, I can't remember which, um, has come forward before the public. I intend to sit down and review that video. 
Um, I am very satisfied to let the uh, appropriate authorities adjudicate that matter. But for the record, I did not come down on one side or the other. I tried to remain as neutral and impartial as possible for the only reason, simple reason being that I did not know what the other side uh, story was. So I'm going to go back and check it out. Um, Obsidian, actually, you did side um, with Pearl um, during that live stream, which is very interesting, um, because you ran interference with her, um, while I was on the panel, you also ran interference with, um, for her while sexy red TV was on the panel and trying to give her a line of questioning to see what actually went on. Um, and she was caught in an outright lie when I was up there. Mm -hmm. Well, your this, is, about this, that? this is the reason why we need to uh, have these matters adjudicated in the proper venue, which is the courts. The courts. So, do you think? Do you think you're putting more black men at risk by endorsing her and her platform without even hearing black men's side of the story when it comes down to Me Too and situations of the like? I, I think. I think uh, uh, the chaotic truth situation shows that just as many black men are at risk dealing with black women themselves as any black man. We're not talking about women. chaotic truth. We're talking about Pearl. Do you think you put black men, yeah, more black men at risk? Do you think you put them at risk by subjecting them to a woman who meets with a black man when you don't even know the real story? I did not subject uh, any black man to Pearl. Uh, black men Actually, are you did. You opened black your platform for her. Black, black men are free to watch and consume anything that they like. If they don't like Pearl, they're free to uh, to tell the algorithm that they're not interested in watching it and moving about their day. What made you so apt uh, to work with her, especially after you saw and heard what happened in that situation um, without even hearing that man's side of the story? What makes you want to work with her even more so? Uh, very simple, um, because I trusted Kevin. And she did business with Kevin and, and showed herself that uh, she was serious about the business with regard to matters that happened before she came on the scene with regard to her school situation and her former coach. Again, I am very uh, satisfied to let the courts adjudicate that in the same way that they adjudicated the, uh, the situation with Bill Cosby in the same way that they adjudicated the situation with R. Kelly. Um, etc. At all, I'm very satisfied. Have you heard that this case is going to be adjudicated in court? Um, because while she said that this man was fired, there was never any legal actions taken upon him, from what we know. My understanding is that, uh, and I'm not sure if it's a university or high school, but in any event, my understanding is that uh, organizations such as universities and high schools uh, reserve the right to discharge personnel for me too uh type allegations and those who have been discharged have the right to uh plead their case to in, in in court and uh i'm hoping that the gentleman does so we can get a definitive uh answer one way or another on this so you will hold black women to accounts of things that you've heard and you will talk about their black female fuckery mm -hmm. you're gonna hold them to the fire you're gonna hold their feet to the fire mm -hmm. um you try to hold six the goddess feet to the fire in regards to chaotic truth mm -hmm. but you didn't give pearl an ounce of the same pushback that you gave to six the goddess why is that well because number one we could see the events that actually happen and unfold in real time that took place over on the Lapeef network. We all saw 
how everything got started. We saw the series of events. We saw the interaction between Chaotic Truth and Six the Goddess. And we heard what Chaotic Truth said. We also saw her follow-up on her own channel uh, uh, where we saw what she had to say about the matter. So I was able to make a clear adjudication of the situation. In Pearl's case, I was not there. I don't know exactly what happened. This is the reason why I was relying on the courts. I, I think it's uh, very, very risky to put um, to endorse a woman um, who may have an who had who had an allegation like that against a black man without ever even hearing or um, understanding like what everything was about. But instead, uh, posting her up, um, touting her as the queen of the black manosphere, mm -hmm. um, I think that's pretty wild. Yes, I agree with you. I never, I never made any such claim. I believe O'Shea Duke Jackson did, but um, but I, I, but I never made any such claim. And I wanted to clarify that issue when I met with her two weeks ago to interview her, and I made it clear. I asked her straight up, "Do you consider yourself the woman king, just a king, uh, 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 a queen, all of that?" She unequivocally said, "No, I do not. The men are the leaders. I'm here to support them." She made that very clear. I believe that she is actually the leader because she is making the most money. Um, she has the most subscribers. And that seems to be how you guys, uh, that's the measuring stick that the Manosphere tends to use. I, I do agree. And I she's do agree. building a media empire, literally, right. where she's profiting majorly off of other content creators. And they're walking away with meager earnings from their own content. So. Yeah. That's saying that she's definitely in a position of leadership, if nothing else. My, my understanding is Would that you call her a leader within that room? Uh, definitely a leader with her, within her own uh, organization, no doubt about it. What I would say is that uh, Phil Scott... No, a leader in the space. Is she a, no. is she a leader in the space? No. Why not? Because as she rightly pointed out, and as you pointed out several times, she is not a thought leader here. She didn't originate anything here. It's the men who are the thought leaders here. And uh, so, yeah, I think she answered the question uh, very, very straightforwardly. And I would say also that um, Phil Scott, Philip Scott of the Phil Advice Show has um, recently, my understanding is that he has recently announced that he, too, wishes to build a media empire like uh, the Anton Daniels has done and has offered to uh, to poach away or lure away employees for Pearl. So there's a bidding war going on now. How do you feel about men calling you men and women of the light calling you a coon? Uh, I think it's funny. I think that do uh, you consider yourself a coon? Absolutely not. But uh, but I but I find it um, funny that people who call me a coon are themselves acting in a way that would be described as minstrels. And I also find it ironic um, that they use the language of the oppressor to 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 denigrate a fellow Black American. I, I just the jokes just start writing themselves at this point. So. I, I, you don't think anybody that cool shit is not applicable to anybody? I mean, I've graduated from using the term coon. I use handkerchief head Negro, but um, that's not applicable to anybody because the oppressor used it. A lot of our language comes from the oppressor. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. And then I have, a, I have an important question for you. Yeah, yeah. First of all, coonship is like, is that like a starship? Like a coon ship. Oh, Hank, I, I said I, I, I use handkerchief head negro. Oh, you're talking to Danny. And handkerchief head negro is also uh, evocative 
of the oppressor's language. I mean, if you look at imagery of Mammy and so forth uh, in the antebellum South, there she is with the, you know, Aunt Jemima, anyone they, they recently changed. What do you that. think Negro is? What do you think nigga well, is? Negro just simply means black. What is nigga? That that is a pejorative term that that emanates from the South here in the United States. That and Come that on, is like now else, you want to play semantics. Our that entire people, language derives from the oppressor's language. People use to they, they 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 call themselves using it as a term of endearment. They are appropriating the language of the oppressor. That's Everything we use is from the oppressor. But Obsidian, do you think that you're remiss? You. Of O'Shea, Angry Man, the, the 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 three creators of the space, and missing out on the opportunity cre to create a media channel or a large media conglomerate within the space where you um, employ other content creators in the space, and now other people were um, able to pinpoint that void, and now they're you know moving in and and taking an opportunity that you know one of the con one of the four leaders of the space should have been able to capitalize on? Absolutely not. And here's the reason why. Uh, O'Shea presently, well let, well, let me put it this way. Last time we talked, and that was a few weeks back, he had employed eight editors. That's just editors alone. That's not including cameramen and other personnel, just eight by itself, video editors. I employ at present roughly four guys. I'm looking to hire on a new guy this month, possibly two. And my plans for the rest of the year is to hire on at least one guy, excuse me, one guy a month at least. And that's not including the business that we do with the Black Manosphere Conclave, where we will be employing video editors, cameramen, other personnel. So we are building out our own business. So I have my own thing going. O'Shea has his own thing going. I cannot speak for Angry Man, but I would like to think, given his major success of late, that he too will be expanding out. So, um, Mm. So um, we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Are you an angry man? I think man? it's different. One last thing, Danny. I think it's different to see Phil from the Advice show or another black um, black man come in and, you know, try to build a media conglomerate within the space and, uh, and employ uh, black content creators than to see a white woman who came up within a matter of six months off of using content from the space that she stole um, and appropriated um, because this is a black male space. It's like having Viacom by BET versus, you know, Puff Daddy or versus, uh, you know, um, what's his name who just bought the Black News Channel? Like, it's like having a Black person buy it, buy, you know, buy into something versus somebody who, you know, gonna come in and colonize the space and change everything yeah. about it potentially. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm glad you brought up uh, BET. Uh, there should have been a Puffy or or Oprah or somebody to step in and buy BET, but that didn't happen. And right here in the Black Manosphere, we see the same thing. You lovely ladies, what, not even two years ago, bought a defunct channel when many Black men had an opportunity to do so. I applauded you for it. I applauded you, Leigh. I thought it was a brilliant move. So once again, I show myself to be very consistent. I'm a big supporter of women in business. I'm a supporter of women, uh, Becky women in business, and I'm a supporter of Keisha women in business. When, when, when women make business moves, Obsidian applauds it. Do you think Pearl is going to lead Black men to um, the media promised land? Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Um, what do you think Pearl's uh, direction is for the culture that she's stolen from? 
I think I think the direction for her is to uh, enrich herself, doing what she does, giving the market what it wants, which is uh, 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 that good Christian white woman putting these wayward quiches in their place. What 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 will happen when you guys when um, the manosphere becomes a space where um, um, Pearl's face will start to be associated with it, and, and her she will start to be acknowledged worldwide or nationally as no worldwide as the um, leading uh, content creator in the space, and then essentially the face of the manosphere. Um, that, that, what's going to happen when? When that to some extent has already happened. Uh, you recall a black man named Andrew Tate who was recently freed from his trumped up charges mm -hmm. over in Romania. Mm -hmm. um, uh, while he was on lockdown, Business Insider website reported on uh, uh, just pearly things, calling her the female Andrew Tate, or as you will, Andrea Tate, if you will. Uh, I think that that will continue. But at the same time, that will be a uh, rising tide lifting all boats. There will be increased uh, interest in the black manosphere. And uh, you'll kindly recall I was featured in uh, L magazine only a year ago. And uh, I suspect that that will continue. So with black women uh, making this exodus from the space, then they're just really, truly making more room for white women then, huh? Well, I mean, black women are at any time are welcome to get in the get in the game and compete and uh, may the best woman win. That's up to that's up for white women, uh, black women to decide. Do you think black women have lost? How do you think walls? men would take that if? How do you think men would take that if a black woman had uh, acquired the success that uh, Pearly just Pearly things had acquired and was using black manosphere talking points and being touted as the face of the space? I, th I think that they will be treating them the same way that they're treating. The lovely Miss Danica Marie and the lovely Miss Six the Goddess and the lovely Miss Courtney Michelle and the lovely Miss Crimson Cure. Right now, they will be lavishing them with uh, cash and prizes. Obsidian. Um, do you think Karens are good for black men? Uh, I think I, I, uh, I just had on uh, Chaotic Truth. And he is of the view that Karens are excellent for black men. They uh they they make uh, pumpkin spice lattes and blueberry pies, and uh, make sure what? they get the biggest piece of chicken. So, do you think that Chaotic Truth ignored um the many things that Karens have done that have been very very problematic? I you know that's a very good question. I need to have him back on. And they're ask white him. supremacists. They could be, but it, but the, but that white supremacy takes a back seat when they're uh, keeping company with the uh, with the brothers. Shout out to Jamar Strickland. He says, I guess black Same. men do hold black men accountable. Um, I don't know, because if you're looking at the situation with Obsidian versus Pearl and the rest of the manosphere, um, which is interesting because top creators have had an issue with um, the things that Pearl has said, but um, this hasn't been an issue with Obsidian. And I noticed that these same content creators that will call out uh, men for much less um, have not said anything to Obsidian about this fuckery.
at all. So I understand that Mr. Red Supreme right now is saying that I'm a sellout and that I uh and that I got my uh my dozen uh, I think it was a baker's dozen of butter biscuits. My understanding is that Pearl makes a mean butter biscuit, as a matter of fact, but uh, from scratch too, not the not the tube that a lot of sisters use. You know, break the tube open and put them in. She the, ain't no, making no biscuits from scratch. From from, from with baking soda and flour, and she uses the uh, the rolling pin and all the rest. Of yeah, she she had a white a, a black mammy over there helping her and learning her. Yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting in itself. Yes. Um, shout out to Auntie Jenny. Auntie Jenny, I don't want no problems because I seen the way you went off on Sarah, honey. I don't want no problems. I was just saying, you know, I saw you over there helping her make the jollof rice, and you know, I was wondering where Pearl's own peoples were. Um, to help. Are you her, calling um, her a mammy? Are you calling Auntie John Jenny a mammy? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I would say this: if 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 Pearly has her own mammy to uh, learn her the 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 fine art of uh, soul food cookery, then the lovely ladies of the community need to get if their mammies ain't doing it, they need to get somebody to help them do it because uh uh they gotta get they gotta get it together here. Uh, brothers want the uh brothers want a, a woman that can burn in the kitchen. That's just the blind. Soul food cooking is specific to Ados, baby. Yes. Let me ask yes. you another question: Do you feel like you're betraying? um kevin samuels by teaming up with the angry man no um uh, i don't think i'm betraying him by teaming up with him first of all i don't recall teaming up with angry man but if i did i wouldn't i wouldn't see that as a betrayal of kevin at all why, why would you ask um because the way that angry man has uh dogged kevin out in life and in um, his demise, yeah. I would uh, kind of look at it as a thing of loyalty. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, I, as far as I know, I haven't teamed up with with Angry Man and he hasn't uh, expressed any interest to want to do any type of team up or anything like that. But as far as um, Kevin wasn't a vindictive person, he wasn't like a petty person or a vindictive person. He uh, let bygones be bygones. So uh, if we were to team up, uh, you know, we would have a conversation about that and uh, make a uh, press release statement. Uh, uh, you know, uh, bygones. Are you bygones. against teaming up with Angry Man? Absolutely not. He's one of the uh, uh, three kings of the black manosphere. He will always be. And, uh, you know, anything's possible. I'm a very forgiving guy. Can the black manosphere be taken seriously because um, you guys have had like major, major issues before? There have been talks about fighting. There's been talks of violence um, toward one another. But then when it comes down to um, teaming up against Keisha, um, nobody seems to have a problem with each other. Oh, well, we, we all form up like Voltron when it comes to Keisha and her BFF. And uh, with regard to the brothers, I mean, you know, wanting to fight and roll around in the ground and whatnot. Listen, boys will be boys. But, uh, but uh, you know, we all come back together after we, uh, you know, tire ourselves out and it's all love. You know, that's just how that goes. Uh, is Keisha, one last question, is Keisha <clears throat> the only thing that black men can agree on? Is there anything that black men can agree on? Is Keisha the only thing that black men agree on? That's the guaranteed thing we agree on. We agree that her fuckery must be contained. Interesting. And also that she must be brought to heel. We believe that a black woman's place is bent over. Oh, no. my God. Let me ask you this, Obsidian. So you said in your book, if you want to succeed as something or someone, it only stands to reason to find out as much as you can about said something or someone. So um, in the space, of course, we know that men are gathering here and they are commiserating over their 
disdain for black women for one reason or another. However, with that mindset, it was stand to reason that the men in the space, namely you, would create a more inviting environment for black women to come. That if you want to get to know about them, because black women have evolved, y'all still want to, um, you know, black men, it seems like are holding on to this image of black women as their grandmothers and black women are not that. Um, black women have evolved into something completely different. Black women have evolved from my generation. When I look at young black girls and I look at how I grew up and the, you know, things that were not permissible or at least not publicly and things that I'm seeing in the media today, it's like, oh, wow, that's completely different. And a lot of men don't seem to want to acknowledge that or even become a steward of what black, who black women are today. Um, what I question, like if the space would create a more inviting platform or more inviting environment for black women to come around so they can get to know about black women, because know if a lot of the men in this space have studied black women or um really know a whole lot about black women i think that there are men in the space that have had very limited interaction with black women and or their beliefs about black women or you know their um disdain of, uh, towards black women come from commiserating with other black men who say how awful black women are um well um, I, I think that we've been very inviting to black women as we as is evident as we speak. None of these ladies that are operating in and around the black manosphere are going to say, you know, I'm done. I'm, I'm packing up my ball and going home. They're going to continue to operate and uh, continue to make money. And I think that they should. And uh, and the black manosphere will continue to be uh, welcoming to black women coming into the space and uh, partaking of uh, of the fair. <sighs> You don't think there's going to become a time where black women are tired of the abuse, the denigrating, the, and, and I'm going to say like, you know, you, although you have some slide things to say, like specifically like the chats, like the chats can be brutal. Like the disrespect in like some of the chats and some of the channels altogether are just downright disrespectful. But when I think about your channel, it's more of your chat than anything. Um, you don't think that there will become a time where black women will be like, nah, I want to um, disassociate from the space because it's taxing, it is not worth it, it is, I can become successful or I've already attained enough success that I can you know, do something elsewhere. You don't think that's gonna happen? Absolutely not. Black women are addicted to drama. Black women love drama. Black women love outrage. And black women love uh, fuckery, and they and they, and, and 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 another thing too is they want they love control. They want to control what black men say, what black men do, how black men dress, what black women black men eat, and uh, and uh, so the black manosphere will always be a beacon of BFF, where black women across the world will come and uh, be outraged and, uh, and 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 do change.org petitions, and they just keep coming back. Uh, there was a maxim mm -hmm. by the famed uh, professor himself. Tom Likas, who said, when you treat women like crap, they always come back. And nowhere is that more true. So we're just sadistic. What, you know, and I can't speak. Black women love it. 
black women love I can't women. speak for like large content creators. Our channel is still rather small and I can say like we haven't garnered the support that some other women and some other female content creators in the space have garnered. But for us, it's kind of like, yeah, it ain't really worth it. You know what I mean? Like we both have successful jobs. We both have our thing independent of the space and we're very part-time in the space. You know, we're part-time in the space as well. So it's not a big thing for us to transition. Um, I don't know about like if we had a very large platform making thousands of dollars a week. I still think, you know, it would be for me, like my mental health, my peace and my sanity is extremely important that I would forsake the space for my sense of peace. But who knows? Yeah, a lot of ladies uh, love uh, coming here. They, I, I, I get reports every day from the field of ladies being outraged on the regular. And I tell them all the time, they don't have to listen to it, but they keep coming back because as the professor Tom Likas once famously said, when you treat them like crap, they always come back and nobody likes being treated like crap more than black women. That's just the truth. Okay. If you say Will so. you take the same, when you get this influx of white women, will you be calling out their fuckery as well? Uh -huh. Or do they commit fuckery? If, um, if, they, if they commit it, yes. And uh, they will take the instruction uh, willingly with their hands uh, neatly folded. And, uh, and then they'll, they'll, they will adjourn to the kitchen and make us the biggest piece of fire check. And then after that, the position. Are you afraid to call? We know they committed. Because look at are you afraid to call out Pearl on her bullshit? Because absolutely not. Thing, no, first, I don't know. No, no, don't say absolutely not. Don't absolutely say absolutely not. not. Don't so say the first that. thing I said to her during my interview with her two weeks ago was that she was stupid. That's the first thing I said to her. Did you? In front of 2,700 live viewers. Now, you know, and I know the lovely ladies of the community. You can't check me, boo. You're going to check me, boo. You can't tell me nothing. Now, who you? You're, 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 you're small. You're short. You got a pig leg. You're gay. You took out You saying that the Pearl you know, went after the people who called her out. Pearl Nobody had a problem with the people who called her out. I'm sorry. Say that again. Pearl had a problem with the very people who called her out and said she would, like, was threatening doxing people. So don't act like she just takes well, she it all with a smile. She didn't do that to me. She, took she might not have, but she was threatening other people. Uh, black women will not take instruction from black men like a G, and that's the reason why we are where we are. We had to bring in the big guns, Big Pearl. Pearl mm. is the big guys now. <laughs> we had to bring out the big guns, Big Pearl. So is Pearl your boss? That's yeah, your we, boss? Had to bring her, we had to bring yeah. her out here and, be the, and show y'all how, how a boss really gets it done. Also, that's your boss? No, not my boss, your boss. She ain't my boss. My husband, <laughs> my husband is my boss. And she got one. <laughs> hey, no, yeah. her daddy is her boss. Yeah, and that's and that's how it should be. Until you until you get a husband, your daddy should be your boss. And black women ain't got he probably daddy. gonna be her boss for a very long time. They ain't got that. They ain't got. They ain't got no daddy. Why they build this uh, media empire off the backs yeah. of the black manosphere? Yeah. And off the back, off the backs of BFF in particular. <laughs> same way, Kevin, the same way Kevin built his empire, and the same way I'm building my yeah. empire. Everybody knows where I got my money from, which is BFF. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, now you wow, getting wow. it by being a white a savior to white women. And I'm gonna save that white woman. She's gonna save me all the way to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it is it screw the black women um whose uh backs that you have stood on to get to the top? Is it is it screw them? Well, absolutely screw them. Screw them uh, several ways, as a matter of fact. Uh, we, we're trying to screw them <laughs> as many ways as we possibly humanly can that, that, that in as many ways as uh, the law will allow. I can't stand him. 
Girl, I, I can't. I, 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 I'm done. Um, <sighs> you, you, you said f f these black women who have supported you guys, who have had your backs, who have stood ten toes down with the message, all because mm -hmm. your white savior has come along. Well, I mean, uh, we've been saying to the lovely ladies for the longest time that they got to cooperate. They don't want to cooperate. No, so, uh, no, no. These women we brought, did in, we brought in the big guns now. Wow. You full of it because these are the very women who have supported the space unyielding. And I'm going to tell you something real talk. Like people even in the chat are talking crap like you guys were fence straddlers, this, that, and the other. And we've never straddled the fence. We were ju we're just balanced. Like in, in some instances, we understand where black women are coming from. And we like, nah, black men wrong about that. Or that black man is wrong in that instance. Or no, black women, y'all are wrong. Brittany Renner, that's trifling. That is, you know, thotty behavior that you're promoting and we calling it out. So because we're down the middle and I've even heard BGS say he's middle of the road in balance, but don't nobody have a problem with that. But as women, we have to come in the space inside 100% with what men do. But when women do that, they still are the target of attacks from black men and they're in for being in support of black men against a white or in, in support well, of blackness well, against a white woman. I don't, I don't attack. I don't I don't attack uh black black women like yourselves. I don't Danica said you hit her first. No, actually she hit me first. That was my How that she was, hit you first. My, well, my now Courtney beat your ass. Courtney beat your ass all my, upside the head. My, Danica, my I don't think Danica did that. My my understanding is that uh, she said that uh, you know I was not uh, you know uh, trustworthy and so on and so forth, and she has a right to feel that way. That's her. She's entitled to her opinion. But men have and, said uh, that you didn't even come at men with the same vigor that you came with these at at these mm -hmm. ladies. I absolutely did. Did you see? Did you see what I did with Donovan Sharp? I went. I went up him. You I dressed, as a matter Donovan of fact, in, in defense of Danica Marie, I went after John, Donovan Sharp on one side of the street and down I the other twice. Yeah, you did do that, but then as soon but, as Danica has but, an opinion about your your precious you white exactly. woman, you came down what on do Danica like but? a ton of bricks. Oh, right? The gloves but. are off. What do you mean? But I did it twice. Yeah, you did that. I did something her own you husband did. Didn't do. Got you. You did. Don't that. act Whatever. like her husband won't come to her defense. Her husband ain't a content creator. Like you oh, a content creator. Like come on So I'm just. You her husband does not create content. Okay, I'm just saying. That's all you can't. And why, why, my husband ain't about to get on, on the internet and beef with somebody like uh, unless he's about to see you I, in I'm real life. Is, why would he? That's, all, petty. That's I'm is, all I'm saying is, is that my my track record is verified in that regard. That's all I'm your saying. track record was to speak up for Danica in one breath and tear Danica down. And I didn't tear breath. I didn't did. Tear did I, what did I say negative? About did. Her? What did I say negative about her? Don't worry about it, Obsidian. Uh, exactly. You can, because I didn't uh -uh, say uh -uh, I'm gonna pull up the damn stream. Okay. Don't worry ahead. about it. Don't worry. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up the stream for you. Go, go right. Hold on. Hold on. What did I say negative about her? <clears throat> Hold on, because you talked all kinds of shit about Danica in um in um Six the Goddess. Uh, well, now mm -hmm. what I said about Six the Goddess was that, and I specifically addressed the chaotic truth is situation. You didn't hear me address anything about Six the Goddess the outsider. Yeah, you oh, said I she meet too somebody. I did, I did, I did address her when she talked about me calling me a coon. I uh, I had some choice words for her in another podcast, and uh, I stand on by, by what I said. But even then, I was still a gentleman about it. Wow. 
Shout out to Jamar Strickland. He said, to Obsidian's point, once again, if Black women leave the space just like for relationships, it proves that our women don't want to compete for Black men. Bring on Becky. <laughs> Jamar, that is the dumbest thing I have ever fucking heard in my entire life. Um, what it proves Stop. is, what it proves is, is Black women are getting some self-esteem about themselves mm -hmm. and understanding mm -hmm. that we don't have to be talked to like bitches and hoes and sluts mm -hmm. when we been in support of black men that's mm -hmm. what it proves it doesn't mean that black women don't want to compete for black men we will compete for black men who treat us right we will compete for black men that love us correctly mm -hmm. we ain't gonna compete with no nigga who's sitting here talking shit about us um just to have becky on are you out of your fucking mind that makes no sense like why would we be competing when we're getting beat up for defending black people like how much sense does that make we go in the back we go into war literally against an opponent against the opposition who talking crap about black people our cultural history and heritage our forefathers our ancestors and then we got our men beating us over the head for fighting for for our people y'all I, I want to know what you ladies thought about about um about the Jason Black uh, element here. What did you, what do you guys Child, think? About? I thought Jason Black ate y'all's ass for breakfast uh, and dinner did. and came he back did. for a second. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there, like- Did you see, did you see the part where I, where I, where I revealed that uh, he was uh, uh, himself getting uh, mint juleps for uh, uh, Jared uh, Taylor and Richard Spencer? Did you see him <laughs> with his skin so soft presentation towards them? Did you see him, did you see him uh, uh, capitulating and buck dancing and skipping and, uh, and bow jangling for those stomp down racist and white nationalists and all right people? We didn't see that. We yes, it's, it's, that. it's right there in this documentary. <laughs> I, played the, I played the video footage. It's right there. Did you pay Jason Black for his footage? I, I most certainly did. I bought the movie. So, I, so see, how pro, see how pro-black I am? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the active activist. He says, April Mason, Rebecca Lynn Pope, Avery Woodley, Melanie King, etc. They could have, they all could have been the top women in the black manosphere. We support that. Um, no, I think the way you dogged Melanie King out, um, when she had an issue with an Asian brother, um, was really, really crazy because you dogged Melanie King out. You brought the Asian man on to sit there and talk shit about Mel Melanie King. I, I Why did you played, do that? I only sure played did. Played and I, and I extended an invitation to, uh, Miss, uh, 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 Melanie King to speak to the charges and she, she chose not to. That's a choice. Just like I sent out invitations to 17 content creators two weeks ago. You didn't offer to pay us, though, and I wanted to make sure I brought that up. You didn't offer to pay us. Why is that? No, 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 I didn't. But if, uh, but I'm willing to pay your fee if you like. Con don't listen to concrete. I'm pro black. <laughs> I'm <willing> to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to her ass. She, 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 don't let the money walk out the door. No, I'm pro-black. I'm no. doing this with my sisters. Hey, us got this. Oh, my um, gosh. Shout out Good to night. Man of Tomorrow. He says, I'll do a response to this live stream based in reality. Um, MOT, pay us a fee too, brother. We, we appreciate it. I'm exactly. my money. Um, shout out to Doug. He said, you will not hear any call outs for O-Man. Everyone has a clear understanding. Oh man is here for the money, as he has stated many of 
times. Does that mean that you as a man don't stand on any sound principles other than fuck you pay me? Uh, I stand on the uh, business, uh, the principles of commerce and the United States Constitution. That's what I stand on. He's a capitalist. And hold up, hold up, hold up, because I almost skipped one. Shout out to Mr. Sherwin Kerr. He says, ladies need to learn how to compete. What is this? What is this compete Child. stuff? Like, they don't understand the premise of what happened. Like, compete what? Uh, he means he means uh, competing in the mating market. Black women are very averse to the idea of competing for black men. We ain't mates talking about women. the mating market. Or actually, we actually are. This whole thing was approached as if a mating issue and not a business concern. And that was proven with uh, Six the Goddess. That was earlier. Anton. That was proven. That was proven in that case. Uh, Anton and Six the Goddess entered into a business arrangement and deal. And the way that Six the Goddess treated it was if, uh, you know, he he was he was her work bay or something. So do you, they, uh, do you not think that Six the Goddess is more principled than Anton? Anton actually, seems like because, he's willing to sell out black on, women the same actually, way you actually, did. Actually, I don't, because based on the agreement that they made, that they would always discuss matters behind the scenes instead of doing things out in the light of day, she clearly violated that. She so. said that she didn't agree to those terms. She said mm. that he came up with that bullshit and she wasn't with mm. That's what she said. But because okay. he a black man, well, you know, all the more reason, he telling the truth. All the more, all the more reason why, uh, why she's not approaching things in a business manner. Shout out to the verbal assassin. She says, at this point, it's black women's fault for thinking black men would ever be loyal. They mm. don't give a damn about your support, yet y'all right. keep forcing it on them. The question is, why keep participating low self-esteem um verbal well, we, i we i personally have to give you um much kudos and props um because there were conversations that we had on another content creators channel um to where you were calling out these very same behaviors mm -hmm. and i fought you tooth and nail about that shit, girl you remember i was fighting you on that i was like uh-uh they just need our support and you y'all bitches ain't shit. and i i was sitting here girl i'm eating I'm eating them words with a fork yeah. and knife um, and, and having to backtrack and still sitting here looking crazy as hell from the things that I've seen over these last few days. So yeah. I there's I, a TikTok yeah. with the with people that have like clown makeup on. And that's how I feel like with the clown face yes. <laughs> and then these Negroes, girl, love Baby, what was <laughs> the clown. What was yeah. the point? What was what was the outcome? Um, shout out to Kevin C. He says, women who stand strong with black men are good. They will have no issues with better black men. However, unmarried and wayward women will have problems. You mean like Pearl? Pearl is unmarried and wayward. How um, she way how is she wayward? She's unmarried and out here. Well, in these well, wayward no, and unmarried. Uh, she, 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 she's unmarried. And yeah. according to Sarah Garvey, she has she likes to have all these weird parties to where she's Wild actually parties. asking questions, sexual in nature, and having her white um manager, Cody, film it. Film and it. Yeah, and, and he was right there. He also was right there filming it. And uh, I'm glad and he releasing, was and releasing and releasing exactly. and releasing and releasing private him, private footage. Of people without their consent or permission, uh, uh to the, did he consent to that for that white man? 
in the film. And, he, and, and the people that he released to the public that was on the film, they didn't consent to him doing it. So he's just as in the wrong as they So what? So she she got so she, what? she got mean, the so same what? issues he got. So, so what do you mean? So what? So no, they're both so in what the same he boat had, then. Because he, he didn't consent to her uh partner, so, so I, so I uh, her, her white manager filming him. In court. So they'll be counseling each other out in court. I, guess I don't know so. how it works in the UK, so I don't, you know. I don't know. Shout out to Danica Marie dope discussion shout out to you queen thank you um she says wow exactly c rose my husband ain't with the internet shit but he will go there if need be and said that if any motherfucking body had an issue to speak to him in the physical which nobody ever does obsidian won't go there the nail in the coffin done obsidian what are, you, what are your thoughts on well i, would say I already that know I would say that I would say that that's uh, 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 appropriate response is a bit too late, though. The nail was in the coffin um, two weeks ago when I sent out a email invitation uh, to 17 content creators, Mr. Nika Marie being one of them. And uh, she sent a seventy five dollar super chat to Reg the bad guy about a week or so ago saying that she didn't want to go over on the panel, her and six and others, because they didn't want to. And I, and I quote, look like bullies. Uh, I would yes, we we seen how you invite, guys did me and I would invite TV. I would invite I would invite everybody to see the live streams that she and Miss Six the Goddess did, where they used the phrase and I quote, "just pasty things," and um and review it for yourself and come to your own conclusions with regard to Mr. Bell. I wish him well and uh and uh wish him well in his future endeavors. They and, uh, did that in defense of the black community in response to something racist that she said when she was showing her true colors. But most black men that are not content creators are not jumping on the stream to battle it out with other content creators. If you're in the space, that's one thing. She had a valid point, but her husband has stuck up for her and, you know, let it be known that he don't play about his wife, but that's just common sense. Ain't nobody expecting that man to jump on the stream and go toe-to-toe with y'all. I am pretty sure he'll be ready to swing into action in the future. Will okay. you go? Mm. Shout out to Jimmy Howard. Ooh, Jimmy. I don't know if this is the point you should have made, boo. He said <laughs> with that profile to compete for us. Um, Mr. Jimmy, honey. Um, I I wouldn't have said personally, I wouldn't have said that, but shout out to you, brother. I appreciate your super chat. Um <laughs> Obsidian. We didn't talked about the Me Too. We didn't talked about how uh-huh. you can dog black women that have been in support of the space. Um, we've talked about how uh you will betray Kevin to work with the angry man at this point. Um, is there you said there's uh the only thing that you wouldn't do for a dollar is to marry a black man. Um, what does Pearl uh, I said a black woman? A, you won't marry a black woman. That, that's that's what, what I said earlier. Okay, that you would never marry a black woman. Okay, and that's what you wouldn't do for money, among other things. Yes, but you got a black woman of more than a decade, and she has no complaints. <sighs> wow. Um, where do you see the space going? Um, down the line, where do, where do, where think, do you think, see in the mental sphere's future? I think the sky's the limit. Um, you know, I think that um, we've only really begun to, to really tap our potential. There's a, there's a lot of untapped potential. 
Um, O'Shea Duke Jackson hit the nail on the head when he said we can't get all the money that's out there. So I, I, I see the sky's the limit. Um, a lot of, lot of great things we can do. Wow. Um, I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. I lost my train of thought. Oh, so um, in reference to you, I know you said that you don't think that black women are going anywhere because they profit off of the space and yada, yada, yada. If black women got together and they said, we're going to go on strike, that we're no longer going to collaborate with people in the space. We're no longer going to, you know, um, associate with the space unless, you know, we get respect from content creators in the space and they come with a list of demands relating to, you know, them requesting of content creators in the space being respectful. Do you think that, um, how do you think that that would, that would be met with? It's, um, it's, it's, it's very interesting you say that because uh, Miani read Real Talk with Yanni is doing that right now. She's attempting to spearhead a movement to uh, boycott the Lapeef Let's Talk uh, Network for what she and her followers see as disrespect to black women. So um, go for it. There have been the various attempts. There have been attempts to boycott and cancel Kevin Samuels. Uh, no no such boycotts to, Kev to, to, to uh, boycott uh, Derek Jackson, by the way. But nevertheless, uh, there have been attempts to boycott uh, Kevin Samuels, change.org petitions. There have been attempts to do that to the whole of the black manosphere before. And, uh, you know, there's... Of it, it, course, it, it, where black women are free to do it, but how will content, male content creators respond? Uh, we'll respond by just continuing to do what we do and, uh, and make a very profitable return. Hmm. Okay, and following the, the woman king. Oh, the okay. woman king. Who, the woman king who says that she's not a woman king and says that the black men are the leaders, and she she proves that by getting that, in the kitchen and making jollof rice and uh, blueberry pie. Yeah. Oh my god, that's part of her process. Like she's supposed to placate. She panders. We already know. Like she is a shapeshifter. She's not going to how. how she would be um, showing her hand. Like, have, have you ever played spades? You don't no. show your hand. She, she will be, I know he has it. She will be yes. showing her hand by telling you guys, yes, I'm leading you guys. Yes, I'm the woman king. Yes, I am the puppet master. I'm pulling the strings. Of course, she's not going to reveal but don't that. Black, but don't black women finesse black men all the time? It sounds to me no. that are kind of mad. We don't get away with it. We don't get, listen, y'all call up. Let me tell you something. If me and Danny... I'm sorry, Obsidian. I, I, I'm sorry. If me, if myself and Danny, if we say anything out of line, if we're, if we make a slip up, if, if I can say something and be like, no, you know what? I apologize. I take that back. And it will still be held against me. Someone will talk about it in their stream. We don't get away with it. That's the difference. You're, you guys are allowing her to get away with it. Would you say that y'all are red pill for black women, but blue pill for everyone else? Absolutely not. Like I said, uh, the first thing I, I think said, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Pearl, the first thing I said to Pearl is that she was stupid. A blue pill guy doesn't call a woman stupid. No, a blue pill guy that's trying to get paid will say anything um, when it's convenient. Well, why would I, if I was one to say anything to get paid, why would I call her stupid? Uh, would I be buttering she, her up? Uh, you know what? Uh, because maybe you think that white women might like a bit of the same abuse that you say that black women like. Well, we, and def so we definitely you, know that it could, it could come like. from anywhere. Black women definitely. It's like, like the military. You got to tear them down, then you build them back up. 
You tear yeah. them down, you build them back up. So that's your process. Because yeah. you, you're kind of sadistic too. You tear them down, then you build them back up. I'm sadistic, really? A little. Yes. A little. You're like, um, you, you, you are. Yeah. yeah, very yeah. much. Well, I was told that very I was mean. Fun. I was told by a woman that I was mean and funny before, so maybe there's that. Mean and funny. You are. Yeah. Yeah. She said. I was yeah. Mean. You know what? Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, I can't. And funny at the same time. I can't take away. Um. But I, you know, we used to listen to you at work at a at a point. So I definitely can't take all those things away from you. But I think that you are a man with some serious issues. I think <laughs> that. You would have been like, you don't need a pearl. You uh, have your own brand of content that is probably funny, funnier than most people in the space. I, I think that you guys sold yourself short um, mm -hmm. by bringing on this woman. Um, people were chasing the manosphere's talking points. People were chasing specifically the black manosphere shit. Um, black manosphere has been put on the map. I don't think mm -hmm. Pearl was needed for anything whatsoever. I wish y'all had a did y'all selves a favor and froze her out like y'all have frozen out many other female content creators that a lot of people have not endorsed. Um, so I just think, I'm, I'm just curious. But I think that you guys sold yourself short and I don't think it's going to benefit you guys in the end. People are expecting Pearl to go to Congress and talk on behalf of black men. What? It's not going there's nothing, to happen. There's nothing stopping black men from doing the exact same thing. No, it's not. But to put a... Uh, uh, um, to put like a, a such a reliance on a white woman to handle things as far as the black community is concerned, mm -hmm. I think that mm -hmm. is totally asinine and ridiculous. I agree. Um, I think the only, place, the only place that I see putting That's Pearl insane. in the kitchen to make me the biggest piece of fried chicken, I don't even eat That's meat. where Pearl ass should have been. But instead, y'all want to build y'all's empires off of her back. Yeah, I don't think the so. thing is, I think that you guys are gonna sh are shooting yourself in the foot by that. Like you guys went ape crap over the Crimson Cure. Um, you know, when y'all thought Crimson Building Cure was making moves without absolutely making moves without uh the, the manosphere knowing. So for Pearl to be able to capitalize off the space in a way in which she has and nobody say anything, and then people actually to be upset when other people call it out is kind of baffling to me. And for people to suggest that they want her to be spearhead, you know, discussions with Congress on behalf of the manosphere is absolutely insane. Y'all want a white woman's face to go up and represent y'all when there are well-to-do and intelligent articulate um you know <coughs> brothers in the space that can do it that's crazy hmm. yeah uh well like i said uh i can't speak to i don't know who said that uh this whole thing about Pearl going to Congress, I have no idea who that is. But then, uh, shout out to BGS because BGS said that y'all would be able to use Pearl, and Pearl would be able to go to courts and 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 talk about these laws and and you know basically speak on behalf of the black man or speak on behalf of the man in general. And while Pearl has some great talking points that she stole directly from the space, I don't think Pearl's um thought process is that she's gonna be fighting 
um, for you guys in any shape, form, or fashion, unless it's something that's gonna get her paid. And that's oh, that's, that's generally how that, that's generally how lobbyists work. I mean, that she would effectively be our lobbyist, and lobbyists make very good money. So, and yeah. you think that Pearl but is going to lobby have... on behalf of black men? Uh, I, uh, why not have a black man do that? Pearl is not even I, that. Uh, Pearl is not even that articulate. Pearl's thoughts are not even that fleshed out. I've heard black men in the space that will run circles around Pearl. I, I've I had agree. discussions with black men that I'm like, "Whoa, this is an intelligent, articulate, well-spoken black man." I don't get that from Pearl. I I agree with you. I think black men should be doing it. We should be paying a black man lobbyist to do it and uh, go from there. That's my position. But I can't speak for uh, BGS. Uh, he has his own views. Who's in charge of the black manosphere? Uh, who's in charge of the black manosphere? That's a good should question. You be, should you it be considered as a reference point for the thought process of black men? Definitely. Interesting. Very Definitely. interesting. Well, now, am I in charge of it? That's a good question. Uh, I would, but I would answer. I would say that in general, the question of who are the leaders of the black manosphere? I would say that the leaders of the black manosphere are those that show up, are those that do the work, are those that put their face out there, that those that put their name on the line, that are those that are uh, showing their work and are those that are willing to make the investment in themselves. So I would say those are the people yeah. who are among the leaders in the black manosphere. I agree with that, but we definitely don't have beef with BGS. But you know what, Obsidian, um, as leaders too, leaders delegate, leaders, leadership, and that's what people don't understand. Like even as a woman, to say that I'm led by my husband, a lot of women don't like to hear that, but that doesn't mean that there aren't things in my house that I lead. There aren't projects or there's not um, specific, um, there's not a specific um, portion or a specific subset of things in my house that I lead and I'm in charge of. But as the leader, he's the one to delegate what I'm in charge of and what I'm responsible for. And as the leaders of the space, you guys will be the ones to get together collectively because I would say that there's more than one leader. So the leaders of the space, excuse me, should get together and say, these are the people who are um, qualified to do X, Y, and Z and who we should have represent us publicly for these matters. Um, and it should not be Pearl. But I, I'm just saying, that's my yeah. opinion. Well, I, I agree. I think we need to be delegating uh, certain uh, duties out to the lovely ladies. Uh, you know, to get back in the Not kitchen. ladies, men, black uh, men. This and, is the uh, black and, man uh, no sphere. It's, it's, it's rice and beans, it's gravy. I agree with that. Do you think that anyway. black women should... Um, have a voice in the space any longer yes i, th I think that the uh I, I definitely believe that the love and you're still welcoming black women in the space with open yes, arms I think, and i think their voice should sound like this a nice big juicy like a white I woman believe, i believe so yes so you y'all know how you feel about pornhub but like we marry and like we ain't trying to hear that <laughs> gosh um, he, like, yeah. he really likes Pornhub. What's your favorite <laughs> genre, Obsidian? Well, my he favorite talked genre, about it for a whole chapter in my, his book. My, my favorite genre is uh is uh the big booty uh a Brazilian uh, beautiful Brazilian booties number forty five. That's 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 my favorite genre. Oh, I thought it was Pearl. Bright. Don't got one. Yeah, that's what we thought it was. Yeah. Okay. But I might go into the I might go into the uh, RR genre now that we got Big Pearly. So I might go into that genre. I don't know if you should be fantasizing, especially after the me. 
What's up? Shout out to y'all know I don't know nothing about pH. <laughs> Never mind. I don't even need to. Know. <laughs> Benny, don't do that. Go ahead and read your super chat. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> anyway. I'm really, I'm really uh, curious to know what you thought of that chapter, by the way, uh, uh, Concrete Rose. Yeah, girl, what you think of that chapter? <laughs> that it was very fitting of who Obsidian is. When I read his book, it sounded like I was listening. I felt like I was listening to him did you talk listen on to the, did channel. You, did you like, read the book in his voice? Yes, because it's very, he, it was written in his, the way he speaks, like it was very much true to who obsidian is so i heard him it was like i had an audiobook playing <laughs> while i was reading it like i was i found myself rolling my eyes at certain things in the book because literally his innuendos his humor is all throughout it like it's very much obsidian got you um a shout out to dane c he says danny and concrete hey hey the only people hey. i hear talk about pearl being the leaders of the black men of black men and going to Congress are Cynthia G's posse. Um, no, I've heard black men talking about how Pearl gonna fight the fight and she going to war and she gonna help eliminate black female fuckery and all this whole super <laughs> shit. <laughs> so this is what they mean when they say black women aren't fighting for them. Like we, someone asked the question yes. on our last show, like <laughs> said, made the point that black women aren't fighting for them or what have black women ever done? And I brought up plenty of instances of black women fighting for black men, but then now they want to say, oh, now we're going, and Pearl ain't even said this on her own mouth. Now they want to nominate Pearl to go fight, go sit before Congress and lobby for them. Maybe y'all something else. By the way, uh, the chapter for anybody that wants to know is uh, chapter five. Welcome to my MILF masterclass. <laughs> and I make the case in the book, the red book, that uh, that the lovely ladies for whom it applies need to uh, be a lot more uh, objective about these matters. And I use objective data to make my point. And that's what we were just talking about. And we should watch Pornhub. Among other things, definitely. Uh, uh, consider it a uh, field research. Good night. Good night. Anyways. <clears throat> Obsidian, um, this has been a very, 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 very interesting interview. Yeah, we didn't even get um, to <laughs> We didn't get to what? Uh, no, but I have Easter dinner to cook. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for our husbands. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, 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 that we ain't got to get somebody's mammy. Yeah. I know you think Pearl the only one in the kitchen frying chicken, but I have to get down there and fry some too. Good for you. That's 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 very good. And then and then you know what happens mm -hmm. uh, after after dinner. We going to sleep. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I cannot. Maybe this will be part one, and we'll have to do a part two because yes. when we don't when it's not a holiday. Yes, and we don't have things planned immediately after. Well, I would like that very much. Well, yeah. uh, we want to send a very special shout out to you, Obsidian. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Even though you didn't did some hoe ass shit over the last <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a happy Easter to both of you. And thank everybody for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you, Obsidian. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, O. All right, now. Oof, Danny, Lord. 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say. He leaves you speechless. Like it's obsidian. Like what can you say after talking with him? It's like you done ran a marathon. It, yeah, you, you really don't know what to say after having him on. Um, it was Baby, entertaining. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it's a workout. It, it is. I, like, um, I feel like I need a, a, a strong drink. And like, no, I need some Gatorade, honey. I need to rehydrate because maybe I'm drain. They're draining me. It's the mental gymnastics that he does. Like he don't answer the questions directly. He run around the Mulberry, but it's the mental gymnastics. It it is. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it went well. I enjoyed it nonetheless. I do think this may be part one because it's still a lot of unanswered things. But because of time constraints, we do have to, you know, cut it short. Um, and maybe we'll do part two with open panel. So okay, yeah. okay. Um, let me. <laughs> Andrew, you've been talking shit down in that chat for a little minute now. <laughs> Um, Danica, I think that's where we all messed up at. We wanted to believe in him so badly as we do want to believe in black yeah, men Trump. and take black men serious. I don't think this is, uh, the case, but Obsidian has been cleared that it's about a check for him. Um, mm -hmm. it's about a check in exposing black female fuckery at any cost. Yeah. So and there I don't think is. I think there's very few. I don't think there's a limit to where he'll go and what he what he'll do, who he'll offend to get that dollar. Um, that's kind of who he is. And he's proven that to us. I don't think he's even shied away from that. Um, he's pretty open about it. Yes. Um, but <sighs> um, I definitely want to send a very, very special shout out to you guys in the chat. Yes. Um, y'all were exactly what I thought y'all was gonna be, which was off the chain. Y'all ain't got no home mm -hmm. training. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, I uh thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, y'all kept me laughing, but and so special shout out to y'all. Um, yes. I have been catching uh, the drama. The drama around you. We got to talk about that. Hunt girl. Yeah, we got to talk about that because I have been too. And it's been transferred over to TikTok, baby. And I ain't had a Send chance. Send me talk the about link, it. honey. Send me I, the link. It's been going down. So, yeah, we got to talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, Daryl Long, honey. Daryl, I don't know. I'm child. <laughs> Daryl? I'm hey, about Darryl. to go resurrect these sides in this kitchen. Baby, I'm about to go resurrect yeah. uh, my husband and call it a day. Um, but very mm -hmm. special shout out to y'all on this happy Easter Sunday. Um, love on somebody. Uh, yes. Do all that good stuff. Love on yourselves. Give yourselves a hug because most mm -hmm. of you niggas need one. And most of y'all chicks do. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> Child, it's been a day. Hug uh, your neighbor. <laughs> Say neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> Listen. She said hug yourself because most of you niggas need one. Listen, that, that's um, right. This she said she going out with the family, and we know Obsidian staying home alone. He probably about to file up the stream. He ain't got nothing else to do. Baby, hopefully Miss uh, Brown Sugar sent him over uh, Uber Eats or something. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Sugar don't she look ain't like thinking about that Negro. I ain't cooking for your ass. Exactly. Go have per go get some chicken from Pearl. <laughs> go get some of Pearl's fried chicken. <laughs> Very. <you go. laughs> 
Go get some of Pearl's unseasoned, unwashed fried chicken. You notice we ain't seen her back since Pearl been around. I don't know. Has Brown Sugar been around? I don't know. She might have got up out of there the way he defended Pearl. Because Brown Miss Brown Sugar's like, shit, I ain't cooking a goddamn thing. I already know. Mm -hmm. Mm. So we'll Mm. see. I don't know. Don't trade your uh trade your uh your diamond for a pearl, honey. Don't trade <laughs> don't trade a good roast for a pearl, honey. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to Robert Benjamin for the super yes. sticker. We appreciate you, but um thank you, Robert. You know, uh hopefully he is enjoying the raisin in the potato salad. Um yeah, <laughs> honey. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he getting some congealed salad and some. You know he uh, is some of that uh, uh, green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Some fruit cake. That green bean casserole can hit sometimes. I ain't gonna fr- <laughs> It's good. Some craft macaroni and cheese without any real you cheese in know. there. You know, hopefully she mm-hmm. learned how to. Hopefully Auntie Jenny taught taught her how to throw some seasoning in it. Um, I don't yeah. know. You know macaroni. That's a that's an American dish. That's African-American. So I don't know if they got it. They make macaroni pie over, um, you know. I know in the Caribbean, that's how they make it. But baby, bake mac. That's us. That's us. Oh, Bradley said she is pretty damn good. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, Bradley, you know about it. I'm going to trust your judgment. I ain't never trying. (laughs) Uh, well, if you guys go get you guys a pumpkin spice latte, and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. Um, we got get like y'all better come back, baby. Let's come back because we got some exciting things coming up all next week, all month. We got exciting things coming. Like, stay tuned. May we made it through though, baby. We ain't got to do it no more. We ain't got we, yeah, we it's over with. It's over, it's, over, with. it's over with. We can breathe. Yes. Um, but you guys have a great rest of your Easter, and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. We are out. Peace.